everybody. Welcome to the PA Turn with Robin Joel. This is the uh, the second anniversary show. Almost a week off of the first, I guess, like the date of the first one we ever did. Um, but two of us are here. We're ready for our third NFL season, and we're going to break it all down today. How are you tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. Almost a technical difficulty to start off the show. Almost. To to peel back the curtain, yeah. Kept it together. <laughs> we're trying, folks. We're trying. But uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. A little tired. I was out in the heat. Just yeah. day one of the heat wave. And man, in Philly, it just sucked. Yep. But uh, I took a cat nap. I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm tired. I had to drive home about a half hour in that heat with no AC in the car. So that was uh, less than ideal. Dude, the potholes weren't helping you out today? Not at all. Even if I hit one, it doesn't kick on anymore. I think the AC and heat are just like dead. They give up. I had a little bit of life last week and the week prior, but no go. Nothing. Jesus Christ. I'm excited for today's episode, though, for sure. We yeah, got... this is my uh, my favorite one of the year, usually. This one and the basketball one. And the baseball. I, I guess all three of them. I thought you were going to say, well, every episode is. Yeah, they're all my favorite. The, the fun thing about this year is we usually will do the Eagles schedule win-loss, win-loss thing. Yeah. But I decided to throw a curveball to you this year, and we're going to do the Flyers win-loss, win-loss. So we're going to look at all oh. 82 games, and we're just going to pick win and loss for all of them. And then... I'm already dreading it. <laughs> I'm like, who is this? I don't even know if this is a good team. You have to guess the team name by the logo. That'll be another callback to the first season. <laughs> right, right, right. I think I'll, I think I'll do better this time. I think, in fairness, we have to do like a, a like a Brazilian soccer league or something for me, so we can even the score there. Because I'm not going to know any of the answers. No, we'll do uh, MLS. Okay, we'll do MLS. That, that's fair because I might know because you knew a couple of the hockey ones, and I, I might know a couple of the MLS ones. So that's fair. Yeah. But I have to look at the logo because they might all say the names. Yeah, they all say the, the name of the virus. There's well, like FC Dallas. We'll just say FC Dallas on it. They won't have like a logo. Right. Um, like, I think this is FD, FC Dallas. Just going to throw it out. Do, there. do they call them SC in the United States or do they still call them FC? What do you mean? Because it wouldn't be like soccer club instead of football club. Oh, no. Football club. It's football club. It's just like a, it's like a pseudonym. Yeah. I got gotcha. SC. Come on now. Southern California. <laughs> right. But we got a lot to get to. So today we're going to do the, um, uh, a trim down version of the uh, the roundup. We'll do a little bit. We'll do our final two um, divisional predictions: AFC East, NFC East. Uh, we're gonna pick the playoff teams, predict award winners, stat leaders, over under draft, five bowl predictions each, and then we're gonna rank the quarterbacks. Uh, I have one L. We'll get to at the end. Uh, it's kind of a funny one, but um, I'm ready. All right. Well, let's get into the news right here. Like you said, the quick rundown or roundup before we get into the heavy section of the episode, which is all football, basically. Um, at the time of this rundown, the Phillies were 0-3 since the roll call, which we were in attendance mm-hmm. for, actually, which was fun in the moment. That is true. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I forgot we were there for that. <laughs> <laughs> we were in attendance, and it was fun in the moment. It was like, you know, when you see the wave, it's like, all right, yeah. cool, you're there. Yeah. On TV, it's kind of like, oh, okay. It's one of those things you just can't wait for it to end. Yeah. And then afterwards, they were heading to Milwaukee. And they were on social media. They were all wearing coveralls. Mm. Don't know why. Maybe that's well, a thing. I don't know. Some of them wore them differently than others. In particular, in Nick, fucking August, had a hoodie <laughs> under. That was the one time he's on. The one time he's wearing a shirt. Right. <laughs> and, and then you have like Michael Lorenzen, who looks like a professional wrestler, just jacked. And right. And then. Harper and they, they, they very, very bizarre. 
Ranger with the white t-shirt. They they have to sync it up next time. Alvarado looked crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a mess. Yeah. Well, the Phillies were 0-3 <laughs> since the roll call, and then 0-2 since the coverall, and then they finally <laughs> snapped the streak. Like the Undertaker 21-0 snapped <laughs> by the Brewers. They salvaged the series. They were going to get swept by the Brew Crew, which would have been nonsense. The, Pathetic. Um, in the wild card race, too, would have been just tragic. Worth noting that when we were in attendance for the the roll call, there was two things that were probably worth pointing out. I need a wet blanket. But in the moment, I told you guys, the Rangers went 0-8 after their fans did a roll call. And yeah. I think the biggest mistake, this is a working mistake on behalf of the Phillies fans in left field. They, ran, they did the infield. I don't remember hearing the outfield, but they called JT's name, the catcher. The catcher never is part of the roll call because he, he, what's he going to do, gesture to the fans? Right. No, the, the, the infielders can turn around. They can kiss the logo. They can do a little – they can you know tip the cap. <laughs> Outfielder, same thing. They probably just didn't want to call Jake Cave's name. They didn't know who it was. But they went to <laughs> JT after they did, I think, boom. boom. And, yeah. And then they, they, they kind of just died. Well, then – our side or home home plate, they started chirping as well. Yeah, like, they, they right. started. Yeah, that's not yeah. how it's done. They were hoping that JT can probably get like a like a strikeout, and when he throws yeah. it, he can just kind of tip. Like, come on, it like you said, it doesn't really happen. The biggest issue, however, was Dylan Covey was pitching. Oh no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Covey, it was Bilotti. Bilotti <laughs> was pitching, so he couldn't throw a strike to begin with. So there was a lot. There was a lot of um, we talked about the Phillies run last year, kind of being a culmination and a combination of a bunch of good luck. Yeah, the uh, the. This just happened to be a combination of bad luck. The roll call with the bad pitcher on the mound, uh, of right fielder nobody knew the name of, and a couple names that you can't really chant. <laughs> right. Plus, inexperience, not realizing the catcher doesn't participate. So, shame. They should have oh. called out like the, the bullpen catcher's name or something. Stubbs. Oh, wait, yeah. what is his name? I don't know who the bullpen catcher is. Ah. <laughs> Number 88 or whatever. Number 88. Well, that happened, which was thankfully it snapped because that they got swept by the Brewers. Not only would yeah. have that been pathetic, yeah, just alarming. But then, how long will it be till they get their next one? Because they were especially, heading to San Diego, yeah, especially with the way they lost on Friday. Mm. Mm. I, yeah. I don't even, at least Bomer made up for it on Saturday and Sunday or on Sunday and Monday. So because he had the sure. home run, he had the home run on Sunday to tie it. And, and then JT, had, right? Yeah, and then he had the bases clearing double last night. So, and then JT put him ahead. That thing last almost left the ballpark. Yeah, I th- from the camera angle that it was shown on television, you couldn't see the corner, so it was tough to see how far it truly went. Mm-hmm. To the naked eye, I thought maybe it hit the wall, but T Max said it bounced like one hop the wall. So, is it me or is that wall like hella short? It, you would think it so looks short because Turner hit one to the third deck out there. I'm pretty sure the second deck out there. God, yeah. And I re- I remember hearing Gary Sanchez was like the only guy that do it twice in a season. Like they can't be right because it looks small when you're. So I think I said this before when we were there, it felt small, even though it's a big yard. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pretty big ballpark, but it felt so small because of that, and then because you're kind of boxed in with the buildings in center field, it, it feels like a small park. Mm-hmm. Well, they almost gave it away last night. Yep. Brother, I think it was eight one, and I'm like, all right, I can put some bets down, live bets. I think I can win this. Not only did they not come through, but then they were giving the giving the game away slowly but surely. And I'm like, ain't this no, 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 terrible, no. terrible, terrible. And the bullpen again, not good. I mean, Walker was not great. They kind of picked him up. He he got 
through, you know, he he labored, but he he like at least gave him a little bit of length. I think when he get through four innings, five innings. I'm surprised so, he went through that last inning because I thought he was yeah. done after four, and then he threw yeah. him back out there to get like 102 throw. pitches. 103 pitches, yeah. So he was. He I was, was surprised up there, yeah. Then Bellotti came in and did some Bellotti things. Soto blew up yet again. Uh, thank God Hoffman's on this team. Uh, I didn't see it. Did they throw Kimbrell in the eighth inning because of where they were in the batting order? Is that what it was? Because I didn't, I didn't see, see the game. I didn't see the game because yeah, I, I was trying to go back to the Clemson disaster. <laughs> And then I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna go to sleep because this is no shot yeah. I'm winning. But I did see Kimbrel. I was following the ESPN app. Kimbrel mm-hmm. was on at the eighth. I was like, this is interesting. I got to take a look there. This is bad prep on my part, but I, I'm guessing they put him in there based on where they were in the batting order because they were at the bottom of the ninth. Like in the ninth inning, they were at the bottom of the order. Yeah, so they went Kimbrel, and they went. Uh, this was the top of the order. It was Kim Tatis Soto. Machado Bogart. So I guess they just threw him in there to face the best part of the lineup, especially because all those guys are righties. Yeah. You don't want to put Alvarado in there and have him facing a bunch of righties. That would have been disastrous. With the exception of Soto, who can hit lefties anyway. That's true. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, that game was a great start for the Phillies. Tremendous yeah. start. Blew up the. Was the it 4 nothing in the first? Or four, uh, it was 3 nothing in the first. Yeah, 3 nothing after the bone. Yeah. clearing double. And then I think Tatis hit one, and then Turner responded, and someone else hit one. Wow, Sosa, Sosa hit one. Yeah, Sosa. He's been pretty good lately. Brother, I thought my dad fell. I had no idea what was going on. He starts yelling. Oh, jeez. I run out, and he's, and he's sitting there just calmly doing his crossword puzzle, his word search. Turner! And I was like, what? <laughs> Turner huh? where? I heard what the happened? Door. Who? And I look over, and he's Turner just circling the bases. I'm like, oh, all right. I had no idea the game was on A, B. You didn't fall, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, they gave this game away almost. I'm sitting there like, no way, yeah, disastrous the game. But <laughs> those those are the worst too when they're chipping away at it little by little because you can kind of it's almost like slowly falling to your own death. The commentators were making a point that this is the first time in a while, maybe even history, that the first three innings were led off by the leadoff, the one two oh, three wow. hitters, and then the fourth inning was going to happen again. But I believe. I think it was Stubbs. Mm-hmm. No, Cave. Whoever is the ninth man last night got out. Like Otherwise, Pache. Schwarber would have came on in the fourth. Pache, maybe? I got to take a look at the lineup because Pache's been playing a lot lately. Yeah, he has. Uh, and he had a, a RBI triple. Boy can run. Stout was uh, just uh, trotting. It was Sosa. The Sosa. Five, Pache was uh, eighth. Man, the bottom of that lineup, 294, 309, 255. Good hitters at the bottom last night. Good hitters tonight, too. I mean, he's the exception of Stubbs, but he's in there for, you know, why? Because JT? Yeah, just to get him, you know, just to get JT off his feet. They were talking about also that they were surprised that JT played yesterday because they literally played a night game. Yeah. And then it was an early game in San with Diego. Little, with a little bit of travel, too. Uh, who pitched? Walker? Uh, Stubbs, I feel like, used to catch one guy. I think Stubbs was catching Sanchez for a while. It used to be Stubbs would just catch Eflin every start because before that it was Nap catching Eflin every start, so they just kind of kept it the same. Yeah. Then it turned into Stubbs would catch the day game after a night game, except last week, I think, the day we recorded, um, Stubbs, or JT caught a day game after a night game, and then I think the next game Stubbs caught. Um, I forget what series that would have been. It might have been the – it would have been the Giants series. It would have been after that. Um, Who would they beat? Was it the Cardinals series maybe? I think I, I don't so. even know what this. I, I can't remember, but still, 
Uh, Stubbs is not hitting as, as well as he did last year, but JT and Stubbs are both elite pop time guys. So they're both controlling the running game, which is fine. He had a JT, good game last time. Yeah. JT defensively has been also really good this year. So even um, though his offense is falling off, falling off, deteriorating by every, yeah. every at bat, except for the home runs that happened in Milwaukee. Yeah. He does have a couple. All right. But, yeah. So they played the night game too. Uh, next one, Deion Sanders, ladies and gentlemen. You can go the, huh, but that man in Colorado just shocked the world, shocked the haters, and shocked the know-it-alls. I think it was Pat McAfee who openly said on the on the desk, like, give me the cover. Or maybe yeah. he even said flat out, I, I have think, him winning. Yeah, I think he was the one. I was watching game day, actually, on Saturday. I think he, he was the one to pick Colorado to cover. Yeah, and then whoever sits to his left just looked at him like, "Are you high? Are you crazy?" Desmond, maybe Desmond Howard, maybe. maybe. It wasn't. It wasn't Kirk or Corso. No, I think it was. I think it was Des. Looked at him, he's like, "Just watch." And then I remember you like, "Oh, I hate, I hate Dion." I'm like, yeah. "I'll pick TCU all the way." I was like, at work, I'm like, yeah, "They were 21 I don't know. Point, twenty-one point favorites." That felt like a trap. A yeah. fat trap. Should have known better. I mean, that would have been. Colorado was terrible last year, though. And I, I get they brought in a bunch of guys. It's hard yeah. to put it together in year one, though. But he's got those guys believing. But apparently, they only had one win last year. So you would think they'd be more competitive this year. Yeah. But TCU was just in the, in the championship game. Yeah, said. they also had seven points, I think, in that entire game. So it, it is reasonable. I saw a tweet this morning. It said, well, we were waiting for TCU's offense to show up. And the screenshot was a, this box score from last year. And it's like, all right, well, this is the offense. So Jesus. But what do you make of it? 45-42, Deion Sanders. Comeback win, I believe, right? Exciting game. It was kind of back and forth. They had the lead early, and TCU kept fighting back. I think they did come back. There were a couple times that TCU left points on the board, uh, in particular the the diving interception. I think it was, was that Travis Hunter that had the interception in the um, not sure. TCU, I was at the, during the time. I think TCU was in the red zone, and there was an awful throw, and it got picked off by the corner for, um, for Colorado. It was a diving interception that saved points, and then – I think Colorado went right down the field and scored. Their offense looked pretty good. Um, I, I'm never going to – like, I don't know. It, it's bizarre to have a um, a coach and a quarterback both be father and son, especially because Deion just brought his kid with him. Yeah. But his his kid looked pretty good. I mean, both threw up for like 500 yards or five touchdowns? Yeah. He, they, insane game. Yeah, they just slinging that thing. Pause. Yeah. It was just – yeah, but keep in mind they played, game. they played against a Big 12 team. There's no defense in the Big 12. I'm interested to see who, how Colorado looks going forward. I got I got their schedule right here. I just they're at home against Nebraska. I closed it. Yeah, they're they're taking on Matt Rule in Nebraska, so that'll be fun. What uh, do you think there? I'm I'm so no with, expert in this field. With with Rule, and having seen him at Temple and then following him at Baylor, the first year is always bad. And then the Jeez. second year they become bowl eligible, and the third year they're playing in the conference championship. So this year, I think Colorado is going to steamroll them. Even though Nebraska is a Big Ten team, good defense, kind of ground and pound. They have a, re- a like a better roster probably than Baylor and Temple had when Rule took over mm-hmm. those two schools, but they're still not good. At Colorado, seems like they they looked like the team that went to the championship the year prior. And TCU looked like the team that just had a new coach and a bunch of transfers come over. So I think they look like a well-oiled machine already. Just imagine how they're going to look next week. I mean, there's always that one team or that one game that just shocks the world, especially the opening yeah. weekend of college I mean, football. T- that was the just the tip of the iceberg of what was to well, come later a perfect in the segue. day. And then obviously, yep. 
you mentioned Baylor to the next one. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Baylor. Baylor, they fell to Texas State. Granted, the quarterback yeah. got injured. Yeah, I think it was like MCL injury, but he he's gonna be back in two to three weeks, which the severity, thankfully, is not that bad. But still, it sucked. But Texas State shocked Baylor. Yeah, LSU got beat by uh, Florida State. Brother, they were dead. My bank yeah, account I, just hit hard on that one. I thought LSU had a better team than Florida State, and I was kind of into that, but. LSU, man, they talk about a team that left points on the board. They got stopped on fourth down twice in the red zone. The, the uh, opening drive, wasn't it? I think it was. Either that or the second one. Yeah, one of the two opening drives. They got down to the field, big plays, and then they get first and goal. They go backwards. Yeah, awful. Uh, yeah, the uh, quarterback looks like he stinks. I don't know who he is, but he stinks. He looks like he's just lost. He looks like a yeah. wide receiver, just doesn't know what he's doing out there. It's crazy, um, yeah. I couldn't, ha- couldn't happen to a better guy, though. I can't stand Brian Kelly. That's true. Brian, oh, dude. I told you this in the chat. If I had seen the comments that he made about, you know, steamrolling, uh, what was the team? FSU. Oh, I, I didn't know that either until after the fact. Yeah. If I had known that, I would have never put money on this. Oh, I would have, I would have been bulletin board material. 100%. He's a, he's a phony. Do you ever see his introductory thing with when he went to LSU? No, it was in like a basketball gym, and he's like, he's giving a speech, and he's got the fakest like Southern accent. Oh yes, 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 yes. My yes, family, yes. screw you. I Piss forget off. who mentioned it, but they're like, he's already indoctrinated into the yeah to the Bayou. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> I don't know why they got rid of Eddie O. That dude was felt like he was built for down there. I mean, he was kind of a creep, but still. But if you thought that was bad, Monday night, Oof. Duke hosting number nine Clemson, Dabo Sweeney's. Clemson. To be fair, I didn't. I wasn't shocked by this. Clemson losing. They've had good quarterback after good quarterback. Whether it be Watson, even with um, who was the guy that started after Watson? Was it? Uh, was it Kelly Bryant? Even he wasn't terrible. Then Lawrence takes over. DJ was okay, but he transferred out. DJ, by the way, DJ Uyagalale, the guy that was at Clemson last year, got benched. He looked really good for Oregon State on. Uh, yeah. I think it was. I think he played Sunday. Yeah, they they blew some crap team out, but he looked really good. At, Oregon, they looked pretty, Oklahoma seventy three nothing. Oof, uh, and then USC won by sixty. But I mean, I, it, take a quarterback away from Dabo, he doesn't know what to do. So Clemson and Clearly. Duke, Duke that, that home game, I think that was the, the fifth time they've beaten a team that was in the top six or something like that. Yeah. Um, I forget what it was. It, it, yeah, they showed a graphic at the end of the game last night, but that, that was just an ugly game. Duke felt like they were in full control by like the second quarter. For sure. I mean, I, I kept my eye on it because I had some money on this. Dude, 98% all on Clemson. And my so, dumbass looked at it. I'm like, I should definitely put some money on Duke. But I was like, nah, I need, I need to, I need to get a pick me up. I need to win here. Nope. So, I have a um, I have a crazy staff. Where I was going to save it for later, but I think it fits right here. Since you talk about percentages and numbers and stuff, yeah, there have already been more bets placed on Colorado against Nebraska next week for Colorado to win yeah. than every NFL team except the Chiefs this week. <laughs> so talking about the public kind of that number is yeah, going to yeah. grow to be like thirty, and I think Nebraska is going to cover whatever it is. I, I I don't know what it is now. It's probably I mean Colorado's probably favorite at this point, but. Oh I'm yeah, not, I'm not good at reading the tea leaves for these types of uh, these types of games. My brother in Christ, when Duke went down, got oh, was the two field goals. I'm like, what is going on out here? And then I happened to, I just caught the muff punt. I literally just tuned right back from the Phillies, 
caught the muff punt, and I'm like, here we go. That was Let's bad. get momentum. Yeah. They scored, and as soon as they scored, I just it it didn't it fell flat. I was like, wait, they literally just got this seven points off a turnover. Duke beat themselves in this moment. If they can't do nothing in the next drive, this game's over. Exactly what happened. Yeah. And I, I wake do. up, they didn't even score three points. Makes total sense. There were no punts in the second half. It was all scores and turnovers. Really? Yeah. Uh, Colorado minus three, by the way. That's a Fox game. I guess Nebraska. Mm. So that'll be a maybe they'll get Gus Johnson again. Gus Johnson. Talk about a guy losing a step. Holy smokes. He called a field goal incomplete. Oh, it's bad? Oh, he was oh. bad. He, 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 there, there was a missed field goal. He caught it an incomplete pass. He there Jesus. was a there was a ball thrown to the boundary that he said was completed, but you can clearly see the ball hitting the ground. He said uh, Colorado takes over on whatever yard line, but TCU had the ball. It was a rough game for Gus. Damn, you hate to see it. But hopefully he figures it out. You hate to see it. Also, for what I cannot stand the new timing rules in college football. What's going on with that? So in college football, it used to be anytime you got a first down, the clock would stop so they could move the chains. Yeah. They, they got rid of that, and they're only going to do it in the final two minutes now, and I hate it. These games That's are going so by way dumb. too fast. Chip Kelly, I think, on Saturday night had a great line as they were heading to halftime. That was UCLA against uh, – who the hell were they playing? Um, Is UCLA? Who the heck Yikes. were they playing? Um, I forget who they were playing, but he said um, as they were heading into halftime, he said, I hope you guys sold a lot of ads or didn't sell enough ad space because – Hasn't been any breaks. Oh, the Coastal game, Carolina. Yeah, Coastal. That was that was the other lock I had, plus 15 and a half. Um, <laughs> Chip doesn't care about out-of-conference uh, games, and Grayson McCall's a stud. But Chip said something like, oh, I hope you guys got your ads in or something like that because there were no commercial breaks because the game just flew by because they weren't stopping the clock at all. I mean, I that's kind of – for me, that's good because I'm not really into it. I'm like, just, but it takes away from the, the theater of college football because a lot of scoring is what college football is known for. That's true. You're, you're used to like the 75 to 68 games between Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes and the quadruple overtime game between Oklahoma and Georgia or whatever it was, I'm double that. overtime. I don't need that. that. That would just fry my brain at that point. Fair. But yeah, I'm not like really it, into it. It does so. feel like a video game. But, yeah, it's going to mess with the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the historical records and stuff now. Sure. But hey, second week, Colorado big. Uh, Alabama versus Texas. And now it already came out that Bama's thing, like defensive line is like injured or hurting. Oh, I'm like, oh, here we go. They're, yeah. they're planting the seeds for a Texas win right here. Yeah. The, uh, whatever you're going to hear about Texas being back and they're never actually back. Right. And my dumbass thought Texas State was Texas Longhorns. <laughs> I put money on it. I ended up winning. <laughs> I ended up winning, but someone cost me. I forget who it was, but someone cost me money it's that day. It's a curse of Ted Cruz. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Speaking of curses, CM Punk. Oof. The cancer that is Phil Brooks officially fired from AEW this past weekend. Originally was suspended a year ago to the day almost after a brawl at All Out with the executive vice presidents, no less, who are who are also wrestlers. Which is um, a, which is a, the, the recipe for disaster. Yeah, and then uh, suspended. Got, he was injured as well, so it took his long time to recover, come back. Yeah, he, came back. Believe, he doesn't believe in medicine or whatever. Yeah, right. Idiot. He comes back. They even made a separate show, which is on Saturday nights, just for him and his people that he likes 
So it's basically two brands, like two legit. I didn't brands know that was that the not. reason they did it. I've seen people say that, but I didn't know that was actually why. That is, it's the CM Punk show. Because Tony Khan's a mark. He's a mark and he's a sucker. And the yeah. sucker woke up after he got quote unquote lunged at by CM Punk after said brawl in Wembley. Well, that sucker needs to in. go. Sucker needs to go visit my barber too. Because what's, what's going on? Yeah, I think he's, he's trying idiot. to save money. I don't he's know. More, he's he's an idiot. He they're gonna, like they're gonna fail. Be, they're gonna fail because of him. Oh yeah, he's a mark, and he's because he's, he's a fan. You can't be a fan and run a yeah. I, uh, I can go on it, this. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I, I, we're on the same boat on this. I can't. I also don't want to offend any of my uh, my new teammates who may uh, maybe not stumble upon this podcast. <laughs> hello, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Now that you said that, yeah. I I don't They're know great. what I'm talking about. They're great. They're great. They're, it's a fantastic organization, yeah. better than WWE. Yeah. The silence. Yeah, um, he's not listening. Yeah, he's not listening. Hopefully, no one clips this. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that'd be an interesting guess. That'd be an interesting guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he was suspended. To your previous episode. Yeah. Right. And what started this was a spot on the pre-show because he was CM Punk was the opener of the pay-per-view. Mm. There was a spot on the main event of the pre-show where it involved glass, real glass. Guy goes into the camera and the hard cam says. Slaps the the windshield like real glass. Go cry me a river. People were saying that's a shot at CM Punk because CM Punk vetoed it because on his shows, Collision on Saturday nights, he did not want this person, this wrestler, uh, having a spot with glass. So he vetoed it. Well, obviously, it got signed off for the pay-per-view. He did it, went through the glass, and he said it. After the match, they had 15 minutes before pre-show in the main show. CM Punk's the you know, first fight of the night. They get into an altercation, verbal, where they start choking each other. Some shit happened. Tony Khan was in, involved, and he got lunged at by CM Punk like rabid animal, and that's what kind of put the fear in God in in the market that is Tony Khan, which ended up firing CM Punk. Yeah, he, he got also, backlash for it too. He also mouthed goodbye to the crowd after his um after his I guess night was over because he did say during that scrum that during that uh skirmish I quit yada yada yeah. yada. All these stories that yeah. came out, he's just a cancer, and drama. I'm on the side where good riddance. It was good when he came in, mm-hmm. but I thought he was going to do a sting role where he would come in, do a couple matches, but try to elevate the product. Yeah, no, he kind of just sucked it down and made it about him. And he's the champion or the unofficial champion. I don't know what he's doing. It's too he's... convoluted. They they have too much going on. There's too many people. Uh, it's too... too when I watch, it's too confusing. I I, I can't keep up anymore. And last things, and we'll move on to the next one before we get into the football. Some are saying that maybe this was a plot to get fired so he can go to WWE because, as you noted here, Survivor Series this year is in Chicago. How about that? Look at me knowing stuff. In two months. So, voila. Now, I don't know if there's a 90-day clause. Yeah, I was going to say, could fired. Be, yeah, he got maybe. fired. It's not like he his contract ended and he's got a no-compete. Yeah. So, he's pretty much done. And already I'm seeing on the, on the tea leaves, on the wrestle, you know, Notes here that there's plans. WWE are talking. They're thinking. Cody, I mean, we'll see if they can reel in a little bit. That'd be cool. But that would be something that WWE would do. That's, Triple that's, H. Yeah, it's too old. You need to put him with somebody that he can. Well, he doesn't want to lose anybody, so he can't really. He can't really elevate young guys if you're gonna just try to squash them. Yeah, be a prick. But we do have a fan or friend friend fan submitted mailback question. Yeah, this person says. Any good, funny, 
or sad stories of you being fired at a previous job? So do you have anything for this? Because I have a, a little story that I wound up thinking of today. No, I'm, I have not been fired to this day. I've only been fired once, and Oof. it was from uh, from Target. And um, it was obviously unexpected, so I didn't see it coming. But I would, I, I stopped at <laughs> Wawa on the way, and I was actually in a good mood that day. I was oh, I was no. working a longer it was like a 10 hour shift it was a longer shift than I was expecting that I usually did I was yeah. usually only there for like six um, I, they only have it was usually seven hours so they could it was either five and a half or seven that they would get me in for whatever um, but it was a 10 hour one because I picked up hours and on my way in I stopped at Wawa and put the Wawa in the, the fridge in the break room and then got fired like 20 minutes into the shift and I left and I forgot my Wawa and I didn't realize it until I was halfway home and I was pretty sad so I was going to get more food and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, uh, no, I don't have any more income, so I can't eat. But uh, that poor Wawa is probably still sitting in that fridge. What was and, the order? Um, I, funny enough, I told my uh, my friend today it was definitely a classic roll. Uh, the honey smoked turkey, a little bit of oil, um, lettuce, jalapenos, and uh, pickles. Just sitting in that fridge. I hope it's, I hope it's still there. <laughs> oh, I hope it's still. I hope it's stuck to the uh, to the door, and everybody just wants to leave it because they're not sure. They don't want to touch somebody else's food and throw it away. It says Rob. Who's Rob? That guy they worked here like ten years ago. Rookie mistake. Didn't write my name on my bag the first day. Oh, dude, it's only so, went right through it. So yeah, one of my YYSTs disappeared. Oh, you hate to see it. That yeah, sucked. That job sucked anyway. We have a similar thing at work. If uh, there's no name, it's free game. What a, what a what a way to go out. When you Even if it. that were a rule for us, I probably wouldn't touch anybody else. I don't think anybody that I work with would touch anybody else's stuff. Ah, uh, brother, come to the airport. It's a different ball game. Didn't your guys' fridge break the one time? Or was that your home fridge? Home fridge. Home fridge. Ah, home okay. Fridge. I remember confusing the two. Nah, at the airport, if it's no name, it's free game. But the thing is, someone would have name on it. Mm-hmm. And then I think someone in the morning shift, my shift right now, doesn't like that person from the afternoon shift. So he would come in early in the morning when no one's there. Rip the name, the the sticky note that had this person's name Ugh. on it. Trash it. So then when, as the day goes on, you're like, oh, pizza? Oh, a sandwich? And claim no it wasn't. claim there was no name there to begin no with. No name, free game. And then the guy. That's pretty in, lame. Hey, man. My name's not like, dude, I'm sorry, but I had a piece of it. There was no name on it. I even talked to the guy like, yo, whose is this? Like, you know the rule? No name, free game. I'm like, damn, someone left this here? That All right, sucks. bet it is what it is, but uh, yeah, that's yeah, a quick that story. But uh, um, what's the next thing? Oh, the chant returns, yes, fantasy football league. You know, I never lost this title. Granted, it's not the same league, <laughs> it's a lot of the same people, though. A lot of the same people, so they know that the former champ is here. If anything, it's half the people, so you should be able to win it again twice as easily. Not really. I saw the well, Rob has a fantasy league. Yes. Going I, on what five years? Actually, a couple. So I actually, uh, ironically enough, I have a draft tonight. Um, I have two leagues. The one started out as just a high school league, but it's kind of just become. It's one, two. Uh, two. There's three of us from high school. One of them actually returned to this year. Then there's a a guy I played baseball with, and a couple other people we met, and then you're in it, and then another friend of ours, and then a friend of a friend, and then mm-hmm. I'm in another one, which is uh, which started out as a Wolves league. Now it's the Wolves Alumni League. Because all the players have quit or or been forced out by certain people, but uh, so but yeah, this one is the high school league that is now just like people, just people. <laughs> I like <Yeah>. it. <laughs> it's about it's a friend of a friend league. 
well, I think it's going on for five years because I looked at the history. I didn't know that you can look at the history. And Jeff over here. Yeah, 19. If he's listening. Yeah, 19. If Jeff's listening, he is the the current age. Oh, is he the reigning champion? He is the reigning champ. He's so good at fantasy. He's basically the prime Patriots like, dynasty. Yeah, he's he like is the, the Chiefs Brady, dynasty. Yeah, he's the Brady Belichick dynasty, basically. Dude does not miss. <laughs> Dude does not miss. And then poor Christian. I think I know of him. I think I met him once or twice. He <laughs> lives in the basement. Oh, Christ. I, just, I finished ninth last year. I think you won it one year. I did. Uh, that was um, my team name that year because it was around Christmas time. It was Big Sack, Lot of Hose Like Santa. <laughs> um, actually, that was a good one. No, so that one's actually um, – that one came down to Monday Night Football. It was a Packers oh, and Vikings game. I had Mike Boone, and the guy I was playing against had Adam Thielen. I was up by like three. Thielen had negative 0.1 points because he, he got an end around and lost a yard. Um, and my team name was Booner Bust. And after Benny. we won that, after we won that game, we lit the um I have a Joel and B Jesus candle here. <laughs> and Can you show the camera. Uh, well, this is actually the uh, the Mike Scott one, but ah. and we lit the uh, the Jesus candles after that. <laughs> that was my first big fantasy league win. That same year, the other league I'm in. Yeah. Led the league in points, missed the playoffs. <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> Just polar opposites. Meanwhile, in the baseball league, I'm in. I'm like eighth in points, and I'm in sixth seed, about to make the playoffs. That's craziness. It's funny how that works. Well, yeah, I'm returning back to fantasy football league. I did the one and done. I was the champion, my first run. Yeah, that was a playoff one too. Yeah, didn't lose my title. Just said, you know what? I'm out. Got the one and done. Got the trophy. And this then is like this itch. is like Jordan coming back from playing baseball. Hopefully, hopefully it's the Jordan coming from baseball, and not the Jordan from retirement being a wizard, or not the uh, not not the Tom Brady coming back to lose in the playoffs twice. <laughs> right, 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 right. So all is good, but like I said, I saw the history. Jeff has been dominating this league, yeah. and of course, naturally, my first opponent in Week One is against Jeff. Oh, is so it? we'll see. Oh, yeah, we got to do like a big like kickoff show the week we play each other. Let me look at the schedule. Let's see when let's see if I can uh, knock off the reigning champion week one. Can I be Colorado? Can I beat a t- a a team that was in the final? Not the champion though. Can I be the Detroit Lions on Thursday night football? All right. In two days' time when they beat Kansas City in Kansas City. NFL week six. It is you and me. Uh brother. For you reference. Me, yeah. That is the week of Eagles Jets. Ooh. Uh, so that's the middle of um, middle of October. Uh, so if if it, if it does come down to this, the Monday night game of the week is Cowboys Chargers, and we may have to do like a live show or something. <laughs> yes, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, so that means we do. Fun. We at least play twice then. Yeah. But I got Jeff in week one, you. and he's the home team. So of course, apropos, the champion is at home. Yeah. So it's like I the go. Chiefs kicking the season off against the Lions. <laughs> I guess I'm the Lions because I'm walking in, but I'm a former champ though. Put some respect on my name. Yeah, you're like <laughs> um, uh, I can't name a champion on the line. Let's call Jared Goff. He, he went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Jared Goff. All right. So speaking of real football, yes, we have, we have two divisions left, and then we have a whole mess of stuff. Right. So. Let's do a little bit of um, somewhat rapid, rapid fire. fire, somewhat, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no problem. So we're gonna start with the uh, the AL or AL. Um, <laughs> also a good start here. Um, Are you Shannon a- Sharp here? 
AFC East. Yes. Did you see Stephen A. wore a name tag today? No, I didn't. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, so do you think the AFC East is the best division of football? No. I think the, the yeah, it's close. Close. Ar- arguably. Yeah. It could be. But for me, no. I think the AFC North is. Oh, that's a good answer. I didn't think. Yeah. Baltimore's that. return with Lamar. You yeah. got Deshaun full season. You got Pittsburgh to see what they're going to do. Tomlin has never had a bad season. Yeah. Who's literally. the other team? And the wait, Cleveland. Cleveland's got a really good defense. No one's talking about. I, I named, oh, Cleveland. Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. Duh. Look at that. Four teams off the rip. Yep. They could all get into the playoffs. With, I, I, screw the wild card right there. It's just to play devil's advocate. It is possible that all four teams in the uh, AFC East are also playoff teams, too. That's true. You, I mean, you have, really? If Tua stays healthy, that Dolphins Cats? offense. Don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on Belichick. Are you saying I, Belichick beats Hurts week one? So I'm saying addition by subtraction. Matt Patricia off the staff. Is he? Yeah, he's, a, he's an Eagle staffer now. You oh, know no. That? Yeah, no, no, he, no, no, he and no, Darius no. Slate can't stand each other. No, um, no, 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 no. But yeah, Belichick, if they can figure out how to hone in Mac Jones, they have a good running game. Defense is really good, as always. They have a really good defense. Uh, in the trenches, though, they're going to be kind of beat up in week one, so we won't. We'll get to that when we do the preview. But I mean, Dolphins, Tua, if he can stay on the field, um, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, arguably the best tandem in football. Um, furthermore, you also have the the Bills every year that the woulda coulda shouldas, and then also the Jets. What they're the biggest wild card I think in the entire sport. I think the East divisions cumulatively, like combined, are the best, like fourth of the league. You could argue the North, but the NFC North is pretty lousy. And then like the It's NFC- a wild wild west though. With yeah. Rogers out of there. Yeah, 100 percent That any they can go any of the four teams and, and the Detroit Lions are favored. What? Yeah. Crazy. The 0 16 so. at one point lines are favored to win the division. Yeah. So who do you think has the most pressure on them team wise in the uh in AFC the East? East? It's gotta be between the Bills and Jets. Yeah. It's gotta be, right? I I'll agree. say gun to my head, Bills. You got Stefan Diggs, you got Gabriel Davis, you got Josh Allen with a, with longer hair now. You might have a running game, I think, right now. Yeah, James Cook is pretty good. James Cook. McDermott, his time. We'll yeah. get to that, but his time. Come on I, now. The thing is with McDermott, he's a defensive coach, and the defense has never really been the problem, at least in my opinion. I think it, when you lose to the Chiefs, you just assume you're going to give a bunch of points. The game against the Bengals, I thought the offense never got going. So. I know that you're the head coach and you're in charge of everything, but I think when you are... You're the fall guy, though. Like Nobody really got on Doug Peterson because the defense sucked here. It's an offensive guy who has a... There's a reason you have a coordinator on both sides of the ball. So Of course. I will just... uh, I have Buffalo, too, but I'm going to go with the Jets just to be different. Um, There's a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I know Green Bay is a huge football city, but it's by far the smallest market in the NFL, just people-wise. Yeah. For Christ's sake, there's no owner. The people on the team. The, The Jets, big market, New York... If he struggles early, that could be dangerous for the Jets. And it's apropos that these two teams face each other week one. I mean, look at all the star power on the team. This Monday almost, Night Football, right? Yeah. On uh, September, I believe it's the 11th. Um, yeah, because there were rumors that the Giants would play the Jets that day. Um, but yeah, Rodgers, I mean, look at the, it almost feels a little bit like when Brady went to the um, the Bucks. There's a lot of things there. Just felt like the one player that was missing was the quarterback. And all of a sudden, you got your guy. Um, can he stay on the field? That's it's, been true. A, it's been a struggle the last few years. I mean, Zach Wilson, God forbid, he's got to step in. They were calling for his head last year and putting and to put in Mike White. That they had legitimate conversations on New York Talk Radio that Mike White would lead them to the playoffs before Zach Wilson would. 
Yeah. And now it's Rogers. And if Rogers fails, it's Wilson. I totally so, agree. Totally yeah. agree. So what uh what player do you think has the most pressure on him? I have two for this one. Mac Jones. You son of a bitch. I was gonna say him. <laughs> Mac Jones, buddy. Zappy, some guy named Zappy took your spot for a minute and looked like a world beater. <laughs> he looked so good last year. Mac Jones, <laughs> TikTok, buddy. <laughs> TikTok. You got, I mean, you're in murders where you got Rogers now there. You got Josh Allen, the Bills, Tua, if he can stay upright. Yeah. And you got obviously take care of the other teams, but you're not looking good right now. You you got to okay. step up. It's at some point you got to turn the page. Yeah, I think, I think that... either move on or upgrade and just do what you got to do, man. I think he's in a similar situation. I think the Patriots are good in spite of the quarterback. And mm-hmm. if you put a quarterback there, they'd be good. I think Josh Allen will be my answer. I had Allen and Mack written down for this one. Josh Allen, okay. because I need to see you do it. You haven't won an MVP. You haven't taken your team to the Super Bowl. You've been kind of the the, Close. the people's choice for the last three years. And you come up small. The, the Chiefs game, you can't say he came up small because he didn't get a chance to have the ball in overtime. That's fine. Which, which but hurts, but yeah. The previous year came up small. Uh, the year before that fell apart against the Texans. Remember the fumble? Um, and then last year, the, the disaster that he put on against Cincinnati, just a horrendous, horrendous. I know that they were playing with a little bit of like a weird situation because they were was, at it home, a, though. It's a rematch of the Hamlin thing. Like it was kind of a weird, yeah. ominous. Was it snowing that game too? Yeah. Yeah. So it was an ominous game. Um, snow games, you feel like you can go either way. But I got to see Josh Allen lead his team to a championship. If we're going to talk about him in the legitimate elite conversation, which we probably both will still have him toward the top. Yeah. But if you want to be in the same stratosphere as Mahomes, I need to see you do it. Totally agree. That's valid. Which could be unfair toward him because I know it's a team game, but at some point you have to be the one that takes your team to but, the promised land. And also, and we'll move on to the next one. For I'm not gonna lie, for for a bit of time it was one and two, Mahomes yeah. versus uh Allen in rivalry that can go on forever, yada yada yeah. yada. On all this other stuff. And then here comes Justin Herbert slowly coming up. Obviously, Burrow just inserted himself in between and just slapped them both across the face and got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence creeping into the discussion too. And then on the other side in the NFC, Hurts skyrocketing yeah. to the moon up there. Yeah, his stock. Yeah, some people have argued that he's already better than Allen. So uh, Allen is sort of falling. The people's champ, so so to speak, is kind of dropping off a little bit. And uh, it, but, this might yeah. be hate, but also this could be a dangerous Josh Allen this season because he's hearing all the chirping yeah. and he's going to, and now he's the Madden cover boy. So God's oh, with he? that. Yeah. Oh, well, so we'll see if things. he gets injured or not, or yeah. he's the one that doesn't, you know, that well, um, superstitions. Who was it? Somebody won the, um, cause Mahomes, Mahomes and Brady did it. Yeah. Mahomes won the Super Bowl on the cover. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been trends times. It, it, it's changed. Lamar, but... I think he, he got injured. When he Lamar, was on the cover, Lamar, yeah, because he was on the cover after he won the um the MVP. Yeah. Brady Brady was on the cover the year they lost to the Eagles. Then it was, I think, who the heck was it the next year? Well, they had Brady and Mahomes next to each other in one of them. Yeah, they were on the covers after they played each other in twenty, and the Chiefs wound up. They uh then it, no they because yeah whatever who cares who was on it right. last year? I think that's what it was. It was. <laughs> Mahomes no, it was, and it was two years ago. Was those two? I think I didn't get. I didn't buy it last year. I don't know. I have a feeling it was probably like Burrow I or barely. something. I'll look it up. All right. In the meantime, uh, the players to watch for the AFC East. I have a few. Oh, mainly it's the quarterbacks. 
Oh, it was John Madden. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Rest in peace, John Madden. For me, players to watch in the AFC East, like you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers, new team. You're the missing piece, the Illuminati for the Jets to get to the playoffs first off and then obviously win the whole thing. Uh, Next one is Diggs and Allen, that chemistry, that relationship, because as we saw in the playoffs versus the Cincinnati Bengals, looked rocky, looked shaky. And then obviously in the offseason, there's something there. We said it last episode. We said yeah. this one before. Where there's something smoke, there with there's fire. Exactly. I'm just interested to in see that. Zeke in Patriots. Let's yeah, see that, how they implement him. That's and a fascinating one, one. For sure. See how they really use him. And mm-hmm. obviously, he's not going to be the everyday down back. Yeah. yeah but, but, but see we'll if he's see. okay with the timeshare. Ramondre Stevenson's really good there, too. And then the, the, the last one, Tua. Mm. Let's see how he fares. His first big hit after what essentially is like less than a year since his concussion. And God knows yeah, scary they, stuff. Like, NFL likes to be hush hush about these concussions, especially when you go into the off seasons, we're just like out of sight, out of mind, but he's probably been dealing with that for a little bit in the off season. So we'll see how Tua is for sure. How yeah. about you? Or his clone. Um, right. So I, I went with one name okay. and the reasoning behind it is because this guy was not exactly thrilled with the idea of adding another player to his team at the same position as him. I went with Brees Hall, running back for the Jets, coming off of an injury last year. Oh, um, When the rumor started swirling about Dalvin Cook, he tweeted, uh, we're good over here, and he added, I think it was Ty Johnson, and uh, I never forget the other running back's name, Michael Carter. So I'm interested to see if he plays a little bit of a chip on his shoulder this year and tries to make it so that he's number one back, or if this is going to end up being like a Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette thing. Where you know the, they both touch the ball yeah. until one fumbles and then you know one of them's out of it. Uh, Dalvin Cook is going to be interesting though with the Jets, just to kind of piggyback on that. I forgot about them. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how Rodgers receive. I'm I'm very fascinated by the Jets this year. We kind of know what the Dolphins are. We have a good read on the Bills. We don't really really know too much about the Patriots because we're not so sure about the offense. But adding Gasicki helps, and you know that yeah. team will be interesting. I, I want to see what Mac Jones looks like. Two is a good one. But I think that I think we kind of know what half the division is. It's just the wild card of the Jets is just going to be fascinating. Can they yeah. keep Rodgers upright? So, yeah, Mackay Becton, whoever the uh, I forget the other tackle's name. If they can keep Rodgers alive, then yeah. Hey, we'll you, see. We'll see. Do you think any of the coaches are on the hot seat or on at least like a warm seat? Oh yes, uh, Salah. Of the Jets, if they go off to a rocky start, mm. and you hear chirping from Rodgers, especially with the big New York media, and he likes to be coy with his words. That New York media will eat him alive if he doesn't really act correct. Yeah. They were already kind of talking about it last year with Salah. Um, the, the the two things are kind of playing against Salah now. This is year three. Your your the honeymoon is kind of over. They, yeah. they they had their year of suck. Then they had their year of okay, we're a little better, but we're still closer to suck than we are to not suck. I think now he's got he's got the team in place. If they miss the playoffs by more than like a game or two, I think he could be one of the guys that whose head rolls. Uh, the other thing, kind of playing against him, is also uh, Nathaniel Hackett is there, and Rodgers and he, as you know, are very close. So yeah. that could be the easy pivot for kind of like the you know, hey, we get rid of the, we're just going to elevate Todd Bowles like that kind of thing. We're going to yeah. elevate the you know the coordinator or the off the passing coordinator, or whatever, and kind of make him the guy. Which is, is also it kind of ties into what we had in uh, a couple weeks ago when we talked about the uh, the West. You know, if um, Brandon Staley goes, Kellen Moore is already there. Yeah, it's the logical step up. So I think this is kind of a, a similar situation. But there's also something to be said of 
we've seen this trend over the last few seasons in the NFL, pairing players with coaches or players yeah. with other players like Hurts and A.J. Brown or Hurts and Devontae Smith. Now you got Rodgers with Nathaniel Hackett. You're seeing this trend across the NFL where you're seeing players with players like, you know, Jamar Chase and Burrow mm-hmm. or players and coaches. So now you have someone favorable with the player and vice versa. Yeah. They're basically married and linked to each other. Salah, dead man walking, I feel like, if they don't perform. Yeah. I feel like a dead man walking, especially I with Hackett there. Yeah, there, there's an outside chance maybe McDermott hot, uh, so he gets a little hot, but I think when you win 10 games every year, it's kind of hard to justify firing the coach. Look at Harbaugh. I'm not going to lie. I have him also, but I have him. It's starting to get warm if they don't yeah. make it to the AFC championship again. You figure Belichick is safe. You figure McDaniel, even if they have a down year, is safe. I think I think McDermott is safe. I think Salah, for the most part, is safe. I think they're going to give him at least the one. Like I said, unless they miss by a wide margin. If they're in there the entire time and maybe somebody gets hurt or Roger doesn't make it through the season or yeah. they just miss by a game and it's because they lost to the Bills or whatever, I think you can live with him. And it also depends on how he looks. Uh, they seem to really like him. Uh, Joe yeah. Douglas also seems to really like him too, and they're pretty close. So we'll see. Right, well, this is also um, this is also yeah. like, you know, out of the coaches, who's more likely? Yeah, he's but the also, most. Yeah. This New York media is going to be all up on his ass, pause. Yeah, because like you said, all the attention, all the pressure is on him and the Jets to perform. Yeah, look it's how it be ten with, or better. Look at like I mean, Adam Gase was out of there in what two years? Yeah, so. It's we'll not a, it's not unheard of. This is year three for Salah. And I'm telling you right now, they can be well, but if he has a bad coaching performance against a division mm-hmm. that costs them a playoff spot, especially in prime time, they got a bunch of uh, pretty you that know, could be heavily televised too. games. That could be his dagger as well, though. Yeah, his, a bad coaching performance game could be the the recipe for disaster. Yep. But like you said, on to the NFC East. But that's very interesting to see how the Jets are. Fascinating team. They're the most fascinating team in the league for me. But them and the Packers, to me, honestly. They're going to be linked together yeah. <laughs> until yeah, I mean, Rodgers yeah, retires. I didn't, even, I didn't mean for it to be that, but yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I, just because I'm interested to see what Jordan Love. Uh, NFC is team with the most pressure. What do you think? The Philadelphia Eagles, without question. I without completely question. agree. The, the, when, when you have the far and away best quarterback in the NFC by everybody's estimation, right. best roster probably in the entire league aside from KC, and you have a lot of you know older guys, and you're, the, you're probably the favorite to win the NFC. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. heavy because San Francisco and Dallas are still up there, and you can make the case for New Orleans um, right. and Seattle even. But I, when you're the favorite and you've been the favorite now for over a year, it's that's pressure. Not to mention GM of the year, yeah, the the face of general managers across sports in Howie Roseman, all the deals that he's made that you brought in Swift. They brought in DeAndre Swift, Rashad you, Penny. You somehow you got yeah. Miles Sanders out of here and got overpaid by a different team. Yeah. That's matching you, your entire you, running back roster. You temporarily temporarily lost Darius Slay and James Bradbury. You brought them both back. You drafted probably the best player in the entire draft. I was just gonna uh, get to that. And yeah. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith, who might have been the most underrated player in the entire draft. Like, at least in the, at least in the first two rounds worth of picks. But yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, what player do you think has the most pressure on them? I have two for this one. Same. I have two players, and they're both quarterbacks. Uh, okay, I have one quarterback. <laughs> Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones, the man who got paid. You better perform now. You got your money. Perform. The Giants, they're riding high on you. I don't know how to say this. I feel oddly confident in Daniel Jones. 
Mm-hmm. I think he. I think he's good. I, I don't think, he's think good too. I think he's a guy that you can win with, but you probably he probably won't be the reason you win. I think Chad he's in, game kind manager, of a, like the golf kind of category, like oh, better than golf, maybe. Maybe not as good as like a stat, almost like a um, who's the guy that was on the Ravens? Um, he was an eagle for a minute, uh, Joe Flacco, yes, uh, who is like borderline elite. I don't think Jones will ever be top five, we'll talk about that later. I feel oddly confident with him. I have Dak, well, if you have him in the top 10, yeah. I'll be interested in that one. We'll see. I have Dak for obvious reasons, and I have Saquon. We'll see. Saquon okay. coming off another you know big year last year, but he wants to get paid. He's a running back in a big market on a team that just paid their quarterback 40 million dollars a year. Um, he's got a lot of pressure on him because he's also probably the most important player on that offense. So yeah. those two are my answers for that one. That's fair. Dak for all the reasons. Yeah. Come I, on, Dallas. Self-explanatory for him. Yeah. And I mean, his comments before preseason in the change, less turnovers, and then obviously the very first throws <laughs> throws it right into but the yeah, button like Six six um documented interceptions. <laughs> in, uh, documented tra- is the key camp. word. <laughs> That we know of, there's six, yeah. probably a handful. All right, players to watch in the NFC. East. I have a, I have an oddball one, so I'll let you go first. Um, as we mentioned, Nolan Smith and Jalen Carr. I'm very fascinated to see how they are. Could oh, the yeah. linebacking? We need to see one for the Eagles. We haven't had a staple in the linebacking crew. Obviously, Since Graham, when? but Trotter maybe. <laughs> Trotter. I was just gonna name Trotter too. Yeah. And then Jalen Carter. All oh, the things we heard. Oh my god. And it's, I don't know if it was you or my, my. Uh, my friend at work, but we haven't seen much of Jalen Carter in the preseason. We've heard things in practice, and I think the secret is let's save it for the real thing. Let's not yeah. give it away for free on preseason. Let's just but, wait for week one, first couple drives. We'll see what Jalen Carter can do if he does start out there. But you're hearing stories left and right. Jason Kelsey's come out and I've never seen a guy dominate like that. Like they're comparing this kid to Aaron Donald. Probably. So, Better Donald, better than Donald. So, like who was it? Cox or somebody was like, yeah. I've never seen. This is just a freak. They yeah, call him either. Baby Rhino or something like that. Oh, uh, that's a good nickname. <laughs> He's, and that could also go with the play with the most pressure, Jalen Carr, because they are just yeah. blowing his spot up. And yeah. if he doesn't perform, if he doesn't get a sack in Week One against Mac Jones in that offensive line, uh, uh, with no what are we talking um, about? with no Riley Reef either, missing right tackle. Um, what are we talking so about then? Right, my um, my player to watch is Jake Elliott. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so I went with Jalen Hyatt for this one. He's a wide receiver Ooh. for the Giants. Okay, uh, thir- third round pick out of Tennessee, arguably probably the best. I, I you could make the argument he'll have the best rookie season of all the wide receivers taken this year. That's how good this kid is. Really, and I think that you're going to see because Sterling Shepard. I think is still there. I'm mm-hmm. looking. I th- yeah, they still have Sterling Shepard. They have Wondell Robinson, who I think is hurt. Uh, Darius Slayton returning. Isaiah Hodgins who was really good when he came over from Buffalo. The Giants needed desperately to find a number one receiver, and they struck out on Allen Robinson. They struck out on Marvin Jones. They kind of wasted money on Golden Tate. And who was the guy they picked up last year that kind of sucked? Uh, Kenny Galladay, terrible. Yeah. So they desperately need a number one guy. Waller, I think, could kind of be de facto number one receiver, and he's a tight end. Yeah. But I think Jalen Hyatt is a name to look out for. He could be a big, also, fantasy sleeper if anybody plays it. All right. They also had Tony, and he left and went to Kansas City, right? Yeah, Tony. They they then they move up to draft him or move back to draft him in the first round, and they he wound up kind of burning him. He rocked. They're striking out. I think next one was what OBJ, the last great receiver they had. Shepard was really good before he got hurt, and Slayton. Yeah, Slayton's first year there was really good. Yeah, Beckham was a thousand yard receiver numerous times. And the other Spanish bull too. 
Ah, uh, yeah, Victor Cruz. Where got hurt. And, um, Hakeem next. I mean, the Giants have always had good receivers, so it's kind of weird that they would hitch their wagon to Jones, but not really give him much to work with. All he really has is Barkley and and Waller, mm. but Waller even is at the end of his career. So, mm. also I have uh, Sam Howell. Sam Howell's interesting. Interesting. I want to see how yeah. Washington the enemy. Remember, we have the enemy in the division. I. I swear to you right now, if Washington does that stupid circle thing before they set an offense, I'll lose my shit. I'll lose my and we're and we're losing to them. I'll lose my shit. Uh, you know who should be losing there is Taylor Heineke. He's getting replaced by Sam Howell. Heineke's the better quarterback between the two of them. Brother, I'm telling you right now, Sam Howell's gonna underperform and Heineke's gonna come in and save the day time in and time again. He is their quarterback. They're just denying him. That's all it is. Any disappointments do you see in this division? Fuzz on my camera. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's easy to pick Dallas, but I think that it's possible the Eagles disappoint. I think I do have a little bit of belief in this thing that there hasn't been a, re- a repeat division winner right. in now almost twenty years since so, we did it, right? Yeah, the Eagles did it thir- uh, 03 and 04. I think it's possible you finally get the repeat winner this year, but I think it's just I kind of want to see this thing. It's it's almost like um, I kind of never want to see the Browns win a championship. I didn't want to see the Cubs win a championship. <laughs> I just kind of want certain things to keep going. Right. So I, it'd be kind of interesting. I think the Eagles are probably the most primed for a disappointing season, but even disappointing, they're still probably making the playoffs. So right. I'm going to go, I guess Dak is the easy answer here, but I don't want to pick on anybody. I, I, I don't have anything really. It just kind of like a negative Nancy thing, but yeah, I kind of haven't really gone with any of the disappointing things. Like, it is like the out. default though to pick Dak. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of sucks, but whatever. All right. Uh, coach on the hot seat. I, I mean, got two. I got two. It could be three, three out of the four. Yeah. Jesus. Well, Christ. yeah, I, to, I think Dable's safe, and I think Nick is safe. So I think it's natural that McCarthy and uh, Riverboat are the two that are probably on the hottest seats. I think McCarthy's is on fire. Yeah. Been on fire for a year. Yeah, Jerry Jones isn't getting any younger. And All right. They haven't won. They haven't been to the NFC title game since I think I was either a sperm cell or a fetus, and you were what would have been, what, five years old? Yeah, I think because my, my older brother's, they're cowboy fans because they grew up in the '90s and stuff, so it's all they saw was winning and winning, and winning. And I was yeah. like, okay, I didn't really didn't know anything. I don't watch yeah. football when I was a kid. As I grow up, I'm like, the boys, it? <laughs> what? It's almost it's like what? if you, yeah, it's like it's How like being a Bulls fan. Cowboys. It's like being a Bulls fan that was born in like 2002, right? You, you hear about all the winning, but you never saw any of it, right? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Or the Yankees at some point, but the Yankees yeah, have won. At least recently. they had the one, yeah, and they've been in the playoffs. The Bulls are just like hapless, and the Cowboys are even kind of hapless. Yeah, right. But yeah, McCarthy's yeah, for me. McCarthy's like a seven out of ten. I think Riverboat's probably been at six. I, I think oh, the owner's right behind. N- new ownership is probably scared to fire Riverboat because everybody loves him. That's true. That's true. But that's fine. All right. Playoff teams. Uh, this will be hard. Uh, all right. I got my division winners ready. Okay. Uh, Which one so do you want to go with? Let's do AFC divisions first. Um, Let's right, which, do let's do one? the East since we already talked about it today. Who do you have in the East winning that division? The Buffalo Bills. Me too. Okay. Right. I'm going to try not to hashtag me too too much today. So if I have to change a few things just to kind of create some variance, <laughs> that's fine. Gotcha. Um, the West. This is the easiest one. Who do you like there? Uh, the Raiders. Yeah. No. <laughs> the, no, I got the Chiefs. I, I got Denver. Um, so yeah, I got, right. the, I got the Chiefs too. Um, the North. All right, let's do the interesting south. No, let's okay. do the south because I think the north is the most interesting of the four. Oh, the south is a runaway. Hopefully, it's a runaway. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I, I like Jacksonville too. That's why. I-
figured we'll leave the North for last because the other three are pretty easy. Um, so you can make the case for all four teams here. Uh, at the in the interest of not wasting too much time, Cincinnati, you can argue is the is the in the class of the AFC. Yeah, you can make the case for Pittsburgh never having a losing season under Tomlin. Cleveland defense is really good if they can get a if they can figure out who the number two receiver is there. And then, Deshaun Watson with a full season. Yes, Watson with a full normal ish off season. And then you can also talk about um, the Ravens. Ravens. They have probably the best supporting cast for Lamar they've had in a while. Offense. OBJ. OBJ's there. Um, they have Flowers. They have a really good team. So you can make the case for all four of those teams. Andrews is still there. Yeah. So who do you like there? It was between the Ravens or Bengals. I'm going to go with the class of the division is the Cincinnati Bengals. Until you beat Burrow. Until I see yeah. Burrow shield crack, you're going to go with the Bengals. I'm, I'm going to probably – I'm just going to agree. I, I know that's boring. Uh, no Otani tonight, by the way. Um, I, I'm going to agree. I know that's boring to have the same four. I think we'll have different ones in the in the NFC. We'll have different wild cards for sure. Yeah. But I, I just think it's it's tough. I mean, unless an injury happens, it's hard to pick against any of those four teams. I'm interested to see what the second seed is, but I know you didn't do that. So but the seeding for me, I think, is, yeah. I think That would be more interesting, the second-place teams for each yeah. of these divisions, right? I here. agree. Um, real quick. The Otani. Did you see what he what his uh agent said? Yes. He he needs a procedure, but it doesn't need it might not be Tommy John. No, 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 no. When he will be ready. Oh yeah, when the bell rings, right? Brother, Twitter blew up. And I just had to send it to the group chat. I was like, Are you t- are you saying Schwarber and Cassie out with Pache? For Otani? What? Hmm. And Rojas? What? Nah, no Magusta. All right, AFC three wild cards, or you want to go to NFC division then do the wild cards? Um, let's do the wild cards. All right. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, so I, got I have f- them ranked. I got five me. teams, but I gotta Oof. I gotta reduce it down to three. Um, All right, I'll go first while you mull over that one. Yeah, let's. All right, my my top wild card team are the Ravens. The one in the middle are the Chargers. Please, Brandon Staley, don't fail me. Because you are on the hottest seat. You are the quintessential hottest seat of them all. Yeah. And the last wildcard team to get into the playoffs are the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. See, this sucks because I have the same three teams. So I'm <laughs> going to say that the team that I'm going to – I'm going to kick out – Brown's just missing the playoffs. So by the the way. thing is, so I have five teams, right? I think it could be any any three out of Miami, the Chargers, the Jets, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. I think Baltimore is either going to be great or bad. I don't think they're going to be in the middle. No mid. So I'm going to kick them out and I'm going to put in, I'm going to go Jets just Ooh. because their defense is so good. It's, even if Rodgers dies, they'll still win seven games with their defense. Um, I think That's the Chargers, the honest, I'm big on. I'm big on the what's his name this year, Herbert this year, and I'll go with um, you know what? Let's go with Miami. Ooh, it's with Tua, t- it's impossible to rule out Tomlin, but let's no, you know, let's go Chargers, Jets, and Pittsburgh. Let's get weird. I think Pittsburgh backdoors. A lot of people think Pickett will put it together this year. Their defense is still good. Good supporting cast. I love George Pickens. I love Najee Harris. Let's get weird. 
I like it. I like right. it. I like it. NFC division winners. Uh, let's start with the two divisions that I think are probably unanimous. Uh, let's start with the West. 49ers. I, I agree. I think they're, it's not that they're that much better than everybody else. I think they they just are better than everybody else. Yeah. I think Seattle can stake a claim there. LA is kind of dead. And uh, the, really? car, the Cardinals are at this point losing on purpose. So um, <laughs> NFC East. Eagles. See, it's tough. It's hard because there hasn't been a repeat winner in X number of years. All right, how about this? And God forbid Hurts gets hurt. The backups suck. So how about this? Giants. All right, they were my pick too. I'll, I'll go Eagles. Right. Just to be I I just don't think Dallas can do it. Um okay. I'll go Eagles. I know right. it sucks, but all right, the South. Oh no, let's go north because I think the South it, which one do you think is more wide open? And there's a less the lower likelihood that we'll they're have the both same wide back. open. Yeah, which one do you want to do first? Let's do the south. Yeah, let's do the south. Mm. It's got to be the odds on favor of the Saints, right? They're the I more complete the, stack team. I think they're the favorite with Tampa, not too far behind. Their quarterback is by far the best out of the bunch. Well, I mean, Bryce yeah, Young. We we know the most about their quarterback. We Bryce don't know. Young's, Young's okay. Ritter stinks. Baker, we'll see. He's, Trask, he's basically we'll James, James Winston two points. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. All right. Uh, the North. So we're, we're both on Saints there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I want to hear your North pick, and then I'll pick the other team because I have two in mind. You, you have to say it's between the Vikings and the Lions, right? I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears snuck in, too. I'm not as high on fields as everybody else is. I am oddly high on Jordan Love, though. I think this division's a little bit closer than you think. Um, but yeah, it's between the Vikings and the Lions, and the Bears are probably at like the like the seven eight win. Would you be surprised if the, if the teams were ten wins, nine wins, eight wins, seven wins, or like no. ten? They're going to be close. Seven, seven. I think they'll be pretty clusters. That division, because they're, they're going to play each other. They're going to beat each other. I was just going to say that division feels like the NFC East, where they just beat each other up, and mm-hmm. you can't wait to the end yeah. of the season to see them play each other, especially with tell, this weather. And then they tell you the division stinks because there's no team that's way ahead, but it's because they're all beating each other. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, um, see. I have uh, this now. I have it ranked. I know okay. you don't have it ranked. I have, I have the Packers coming in the rear because <laughs> pause. Yeah, <laughs> wait, pause, 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 pause. A good one right there. <laughs> pause. It's I mean it's too late, but it's pause, pause, pause. I have the Packers coming in last. Okay. The Bears just missing out on the playoffs. So that that already spoiled my wild card. Fair. The Lions I have in second only because you haven't done so yeah. since I've got into football years ago. They had the one year with uh, Stafford and Megatron. That was it. Yeah. And they got screwed. And I think you went two. I'll safely say two, maybe three times you went winless in a season. Definitely might two. Been, might have been twice. Definitely two. And Dan Orlovsky ran behind the end zone. I've funniest, seen that. Funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so the Lions, good on paper. All the odds are great. But you have the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is still arguably the better quarterback out of the three right there. I, I would agree. And Double J is the best wideout in that division. You could probably have an argument for Amon St. Brown. I believe he's on that team, on the Lions. He's on the Lions, yeah. He's a close second. And who's the other one? DJ Moore on the Bears. We'll see DJ how he's very good. Christian Watson is—he's not in the same class, but Christian Watson's not bad. 
But I'm like, but like you, I'm fascinated with the Packers because the Packers had Brett Favre when they had Aaron Rodgers sit, and when Rodgers came out of the sitting and basically got the starting job, oh. sensational. What he won the Super Bowl first year, right? Second year. Second year, I want to say. Yeah. And now you have Jordan Love sitting behind Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers was the friendliest, even though it happened to him. This yeah. is just a tradition for Rodgers. We'll see how Jordan and he didn't look bad. No, he he they, when they he did, played, he didn't look bad. They kept the training wheels on him for sure, but I think that he looked okay. I think when he built the offense around him, he knows he's the guy. I think there's a chance he can figure it out. I am gonna go with Detroit. They were the other team between them and Minnesota for me. Gotcha. Um, you can make a case, I think, that maybe Green Bay turned some heads, but I think they're a year away. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think the Bears are a year away from being a year away too. I think that they I think the Packers will make the playoffs more soon than the Bears. How crazy is that? Packers cream of the crop in that division, lose a quarterback. So you automatically have them from top to the bottom, but then you say they're only a year away from getting right back up. I think it's possible that Love, even though he's not a rookie, I think that second year leap is a real thing. But what I'm saying is that leap from top to bottom back to the top versus the Bears and Lions who are mulling around the bottom are trying to figure their way back up. Yeah. Same quarterback or multiple quarterbacks. I'll tell you what, the, the, if the, the Packers' success is going to be heavily dependent on their run game. So if Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon can carry them well enough and right. Love doesn't have to do too much but does enough, they could have like a Giants type of year where they just get in and maybe they become a dangerous team. So we'll see. They, they've never had a defense, though. <laughs> and they're, they don't really have any – I mean, they have uh, our buddy from the – what was that guy's name from the Raiders? Uh, Basasha, I think, is there. But is he? I think so. I don't know if he he might be one of those guys that bounces around, but I know he's there last year. All right, the wild cards. I have one, two, three, four, five. Again, I have five teams that this could be. I'm gonna eliminate them in real time. <laughs> All right, who are your three wild cards? In order, I have the Rams, surprising everyone. Yes, the Rams. They stay healthy. It's possible. The Seahawks at second. And the Detroit Lions in third. Okay. So I'm going to go with the... um... So it's hard to not have Dallas in here. But I think Dallas will not make the playoffs. I'm going to go Minnesota gets in. I'm going to go with the New York Giants. And then in a weird one, I like Tampa. Really? Just missing. It. Yeah, just missing for me, Seattle and Green Bay. But I like Minnesota, New York, and Tampa. I think I think Baker's gonna do enough. And they have Godwin, they have a decent run game. They have Rashad White. They have Evans if he plays. Defense is still pretty good. Offensive line is still solid. They I mean, they're gonna win in spite of bowls, but I think that if anybody oh geez, who do I take here? Travis Kelsey, I guess. <laughs> um I think they have enough talent to get in. And then we'll see what happens when you're in. And also, just for the sake of being different, I can't just pick the same teams. Yeah. Uh, but Dallas, notice, noticeably um, gone oh. for both of our lists. Uh, well, you have the Giants winning the div- division, sort of, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't, doesn't make sense that I don't have the Eagles in there. Yeah. But <laughs> what a disappointment. Right. <laughs> just fell, fell from grace. A right, collapse um, of a season. Super Bowl participants and winner. Gotcha. All right. What do you like for this? Joe Burr. 
Eagles. Change both mics. I had them both. Fuck um, off. Fuck off. <laughs> Is there any notion to the to the color of the logos? Have I was thinking this? about I was thinking about that too, because that leaves a lot of an opportunity here for the Ravens and, and the, the 49ers. And the Vikings also and the oh, Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Uh just for the sake of being different, I'll go Chiefs, Dynasty, God. defeating. Who? I think we bookend the season. I go Chiefs defeating the Lions in the Super Bowl. I think the Lions stun them in the opener, and the Chiefs beat them in the end. That's not fun. I don't think it's fun either, but it's different. I think it's this way. <laughs> it's a fun game. Fun game in week one. Chiefs barely get out of there alive to go on a run of like 11-0, and 0, and they stumble around the end when they're resting people. I don't know. And I'd Detroit be... Lions fight their way through the wild card. Underdogs all the way through. Get a home game because of things. <laughs> the Eagles collapse or some shit. And then they go to the Super Bowl and they beat the mighty Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, that, I, that's an interesting thing with the logo colors because it was orange and blue two years ago. Then it was green and red last year. Um, I think we could be grasping at straws though because there was one of these in baseball a few years ago. Every time the World Series logo had flags on it, the Red Sox won it. Yeah. And then two years ago, they didn't win it. Um, hmm. So, say right now, Dan Campbell will have a statue out there if yeah. they get to the Super Bowl and unlimited coffee. All right, let's just do rapid fire with the awards and stat leaders. Um, okay, I think that's what we did the first time we did this yeah. the two years ago. Uh, MVP, Mahomes, uh, Justin Herbert, Offensive Player of the Year, Double J, Justin Same. Jefferson. Yeah, me too. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Jalen Carter. So I went a little off with this one. Usually, it's a um, uh, like a front seven guy. I'm going to go mm. uh, Sauce Gardner. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Um, I think a little bit more primetime games will get him with some more attention. Um, offensive rookie of the year. B. John Robinson. I'm going to go Anthony Richardson. I'm a, I'm like pretty high, I'm pretty high on him. I liked him in college a lot. B. John's a really good pick, though, because they're going to – there's a chance that he maybe is in a timeshare, but I think he could also be a Jonathan Taylor type rookie. Did you see the news out of Anthony Richardson that he's a rapper and that – <laughs> the Colts knew. I don't that he's think a that, rapper. I think the thing that is surfacing and circulating is not a hundred percent true. Thank God. Yeah. The one where he says my rap career comes first. Yeah, I don't think that's a real Dude, thing. If that's if that's it. No, I mean unless he hates Ursay. Um, right, um so I mean, a lot of people do. Defensive rookie of the year. I'm gonna guess you have Jalen Carter for this one. Yes. Okay. So I am also going Jalen Carter. Now for comeback player of the year. Actually, let's coach. All right. All right. Well, I Let's do mm-hmm. coach last because I'm going to shock you with my pick. Okay. Uh, comeback player of the year. We're going to say we obviously know DeMar Hamlin is the odds on favorite. Yes. Let's just assume they give it to a guy who's actually good at football. So let's see what who do you have here if DeMar doesn't win it? Because I think DeMar just has to step on a field to win this stupid award. <laughs> Although, in fairness, Brian Robinson got shot last year and he was the heavy favorite before the season and he didn't win it. They gave it to, Damn. I fear who they gave it to. It pays not to get shot. Uh, Saquon? No, no, uh, Gina. Oh, that's right. It was Gina. Yeah, that's right. you're right. The greatest, probably the greatest quote of all when he said after oh, week one. Incredible what he said. They uh, they wrote me off and I right back. <laughs> Tremendous. Unbelievable quote. A lead bar. Yeah, that, lead that is, bar. Honest to God, yeah. Especially being the team that um that was big favorite to win that game. Ross right. going back to Seattle. Right. Um, so comeback player of the year. I would have it between three people. Tua because of the obvious injury. Interesting, yeah. Wilson, because now he's stunk. You couldn't get any worse than what you did. I 
very much considered him. And then I have Calvin Ridley, who was martyred as a betting guy. And then you see everybody else does the same yeah. thing. And he all of a sudden, we're family. starting to forgive it. Yeah. And he didn't do that bad from what I heard, right? His betting was in like. It was it was like $1,500 total, I think. It was yeah. for somebody in his class of income and stuff. It's not a huge deal. Right. And he got martyred and shunned. Yeah. And he got a chance with Jacksonville. It's yeah. going to be fun to watch. They're going to be a great team. I'm really excited to see them. They, they, they're in the top three with me with the Jets. I think this Packers. is the most excited I've been for an NFL season in quite some time. I would agree. I'm I, not going to cap. There's been, en- there's been enough change in the offseason, but not too much change. It's not like the NBA where 14 guys change every year, and it, it's not as fun. Rodgers moving teams is interesting. Brady retiring. That's all I need. There's not one team that is boring, that, that doesn't have a storyline. The Bucks post-Brady season. Post-Brady era, I mean. Yeah, the, the Arizona? Yeah, got bitch ass Gannon, and Kyle Murray's out. The only team I could think of that's kind of boring storyline wise would be uh, the Raiders. Hell no. But I mean, Jimmy G is interesting. Jimmy G and McDaniel. Devontae Adams to see how he. uh, Yeah. Do I want out? That fat boy as the head coach, he can't win without Belichick. And this organization is going to rue the day they did not hire for Sasha, whatever his fucking name is, the special teams coach. Because he basically got them to the playoffs. And Derek Carr got shunned out for that. Yeah. This whole this whole organization took a left turn when that all happened. Yeah, every team does have something. I mean, at Washington, maybe not because they're kind of boring. But maybe oh, Josh no. Harris. Well, Josh, Josh Harris, Harris he's going to go by the Braves now. Um, so, Bro, did but, you see that he's going to change the name again? I, I saw that they were talking about it. Please go to WFT. I'm all in on WFT. Be, yeah, be something red, I think. Red Tails would be a good one because then they can at least – do the hail to the red thing. Uh, All right, yeah. uh, so who's your official picker? Because I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. Wilson. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I say what I thought about it. Sean I Payton. thought, I think his season could be really good or really bad. And that reflects in my rankings. Right. Uh, co- coach of the year. I guess this kind of ties into one of the things I said earlier, but um, who do you like for coach of the year? Sala. If Ooh. he can get it together. Right, we both went a little kind of unorthodox. I like Mike Tomlin here. Really? Yeah, I think if, if the Steelers get in with a second-year quarterback or second-year starting quarterback, I think they could be dangerous. I think they could win a playoff game, and Tomlin gets gets his dude. I think this is going to be the year where they, we really start pushing more and more of the narrative that Tomlin just doesn't have bad seasons. He hasn't had one, right? A, he's, a coach he's, of never, the year? he's never been under 500. He's probably gotten coach of the year, I would imagine. I don't think, I don't think he got that when he went to the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe not. I don't think so. Well, he hasn't he got went, his dues. Well, he went twice, right? He went three times, I thought. No, Cower went the, the time they beat the Seahawks. He went twice, I believe. He went twice, yeah. He lost to the Packers, and they beat the uh, the Saints. Or was it the Inver- – no, he beat they beat the Cardinals. Yes, yes, Cardinals. Yeah, the Saints uh, beat San Antonio the, Holmes. Yeah, the Saints beat the Colts. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, statistical leaders. Uh, so what team do you think will have the best record in the NFL? Chiefs. Yeah, me too. I have them going 15 and two. Um, worst record. You just gave away your overs, buddy. Oh, well. Uh, Cardinals. Same. I have them go three and 14. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to, um, maybe, maybe the, uh, my backup for that'll be Houston. Maybe I'll just no. go Houston. I like Houston. Demar, Demico Ryan. I, I think he's too competent, but yeah, I, I like it. I like Arizona. They're, he's too competent for them to get a traffic. I, uh. I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Arizona. Uh, passing yardage leader. 
I have Allen, but that feels so wrong. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I have Justin Herbert for that one. Okay. Uh, rushing leader. Nicholas Chubb. God damn it. Uh, Let's go. Give me Saquon then. And then uh, receiving leader. One and two. It's got to be double J. I have Jamar Chase. I'll go JJ then. You had Jamar Chase too? I had Jefferson. But I, oh, if I, you had Jefferson, I was going to take Chase. No, no. I, I had Chase. I had Chase. Yeah. All right. All right. So now we're going to do the over-unders. Four and four. Uh, cannot use the same team twice. Eagles are available. Uh, these are all the numbers as of uh, 9 5 23. Available, uh, but will they be picked? So I do not have a strategy here. Go you first. have a big board. I get the first pick? Yes. I have a feeling you're going to take this if I don't. <laughs> um, oh, man. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what Rob has going on here. Hmm. Um, my first pick. Give me the Cardinals under four and a half. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! All right. Wait, over? You said under. Oh, all right. Where are they? They're not even on my board. No way. Did I fuck this up already? They're all Jesus. the way in the top left corner. No, no, no. I meant like. Oh. <laughs> I never had them. In my oh my god, I fucked that up. I'm an idiot. All right, I will go with Rams over six and a half, and then since it's a snake draft, I'm trying to figure out where the Rams are on this board. All right, right next to it, <laughs> right next to it, right next to it. All division, uh, what is it? over, right? Yes, oh, there you go. Oh, you have my division order, yeah. I will go Steelers under eight and a half. Shocking. Shocking. All right, so I get two straight now. I'm going to go with... Yeah, Chicago's is perfect. Um, I'm gonna go with Giants over seven and a half. Giants over seven and a half. All right. And then I'll snag. I'm gonna go Tampa over six and a half. All right. Tampa over six and a half. I think they can win eight games, no problem. All right, my turn. Two picks, right? Yes. Give me Bears over seven and a half. Okay. That's a popular one, I think. And then Raiders under six and a half. They're they're a very interesting team. That's your second under, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these feel pretty appropriate. Um, the silence here on the PA turn pot. Yeah, the I'm thinking. Gonna take, I'm going to take an under because I want to balance this out. Give me Denver under eight and a half. Um, so that's my second under. So I can take anything here. Uh, 
I got one. I got one. I'm good yeah, on this one. I got two in mind. Oh, give me Atlanta under eight and a half. Damn. What you got him? Uh, under under eight and a half. They suck. Their quarterback sucks. <laughs> Desmond Ritter is not good. See, I told remember I told you I had seven overs and seven unders. Yeah. My unders are pretty much gone, defeated. Let's see. <laughs> oh, right there. My turn, right? Yes. Gimme, gimme. Under seven and a half for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's, fuck you, I, Ryan Tannehill. I don't Malik Willis ain't gonna be shit. Will Levis, we'll see if your girlfriend's gonna be there. And AJ then, McCarron all of a sudden. <laughs> right. And give me this is a tough one. Fuck. Sorry. Mm. Oh, give me this is tough. This is a bold right here. Give me the over six and a half for the Houston Texans. I'm all in. Ooh. I'm all in. I think you can afford to take a, like a risky one every every so often. I think I'm done. Yes, right? you are. Damn. So I got to take it over, which is fun. Um, Do I have one more? Uh, no, you got to uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we're doing four and four. Yeah, we get eight total. All right. So I got, I have five picks. You have six so far. So I got, give me. See, this is tough. I think just the law of averages. Give me one, two, three. So I gotta take it. Oh, I don't want to do that, but I gotta take it over. Um I'll go New Orleans over nine and a half. Yeah, man. All right. And then did we do it? It's me again, right? Yeah. All right, so I got three and three, so I can take whatever I want here. Um all right. Perfect. Let's go. For the people out here, we have San Fran, Seattle, Minnesota, Packers, Lions, Panthers, Eagles, Cowboys, Washington, Chargers, Chiefs, Baltimore, Cincy, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Indy, Miami, Jets, and Buffalo, all available, and Patriots. I know this kind of goes against some of the things I've said about them because I think they're going to be good. I want to go Cleveland under nine and a half. Ooh. Which will now round out my under so i have to take it over now you have um you have whatever you want because you get one more of each and you make both of your next two picks before i get my last one so i'm looking at the board here the afc east has not been touched no it hasn't i consider the jets but i stay away from i have no idea i'm considering i have no idea what to think of this division I already took a, a risk on the on the Texans. Fair. Yeah, and I've taken a pretty risky one, I think, with Denver. But fuck it. I'll do I'll go for it. Over eleven and a half for the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. And I was then wondering if somebody would do it. I'll go. There's That's no our first shot. our first double digit one of the of the day. Probably ever. the only one for me. Might be the first one ever. First and last for me. That was risky. And I'll go under nine and a half in the AFC East for. Could be two teams. 
Hate to see it. Don't come for me, Jets fans. Mm. Don't come for me. Under nine and a half for the Jets. All that's right. It. So said that's said. One, two, three, four. So I get I get to finish it with an over. I just think this team is gonna beat up on its division enough to win 10 games. Um uh, no, never mind. Uh Kansas City over eleven and a half. That was an easy one. I was gonna pick Jacksonville, and then I realized Kansas City was still sitting there. Casey, you mean to tell me that Casey only has to lose five games and they'll be fine here? Well, they're, they're just gonna win ten. Week one, they get smacked around. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Jacksonville just missed for me. In the interest of uh, sharing this, uh, the the Clippers. Damn it, I do it every year. The Chargers just missed for me for an over. I can't and, trust the Chargers. And the Carolina under almost was uh, a pick I made, but I decided not to. We didn't go for San Fran. We didn't go for Detroit, who should be running away with this. Dallas, as much as we just bury them, we'd even hit the under on that one. Yeah, it didn't touch them at all. And then Jacksonville, that nine and a half is perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Don't Detroit, want to touch that. Detroit and Minnesota both solid. I, I would have expected them to have the same number, but it makes sense that they don't. And there's something to be said for the AFC East not being in touch. And I just took took a shot in the dark with the Jets. It was them or the Miami Dolphins, obviously. Yeah, Buffalo, I was a little concerned about because you can win that division with 10. I kind of want to be spiteful and just put the under because I don't like Buffalo. Yeah. Their fans are just unbearable. At this they, point are, they are a little annoying. But, uh, hey, they can't be after never miss, making the playoffs yeah. for, for a long time. They got an actual quarterback. Definitely. But, uh, yeah. All right. Next, what have we got? Bold? Bold predictions. So this is going to be tough because your boy has a lot. I have a full, I have 10. I have nine bold predictions here. Um, I'm going to save four of them. I'll, I'll say them at the end. And you can tell me if you thought I should have put them in there instead of the ones I used. But um, yeah, so we're going to go five bolds. We can alternate. I There's a chance we have one that overlaps, which no I, I guess make it not so bold. But um I, I'm gonna let you start here because I just in case you have the one that I have, I can at least swap mine out pretty quickly. All right, no shot. All right, number plus, five. Plus, you allowed me to start the, the last one. Fair, that's fair. Number five, there'll be five backups to start over benched starting quarterbacks, not injured, but benched starting quarterbacks. See, I love bold predictions for this. The, fi- <laughs> the five teams. Oh, you're gonna pick them. Oh wait, can I guess one of them? <laughs> Go for it. I mean, this should be like a minus a thousand. Well, well, one of them I'm not going to say. I think Purdy gets benched. No. Yes. Not well on this list. On my okay, list. Okay, fair. No. I think he doesn't. Well, there's six. But he could be. He's very. <laughs> my bold prediction is there going to be six quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to add Purdy in there. Yeah. All right. The five teams. I hate to do this. Oh no. The Lions. They'll make the playoffs, but uh, they'll be benching Jared okay. Goff. I believe, let me see, who do I have? Oh, I even have it. You know who his backup is? Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he wore like number 50 in preseason. Yeah, Teddy's How many a good times has this man yeah. been the backup yeah. and then end up starting? Obviously because of injury. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. But Jared Goff is a liability out there. We've seen Ted- it in LA. Teddy Bridgewater, I would say, almost kind of has the same 
career as Chase Daniel, except he destroyed his leg. He's the best backup, and he gets paid by every team to go be a backup just to be right. a safety blanket. But he does. But he, he's had too many injuries to be considered a guy that's living but his best life. Good. He's, he's good. He's good. He's good enough, but he's not good enough. The only the, the only other difference also is he's not a champion yet. Fair. Once he becomes one, he'll probably retire, like yeah. Chase Daniels did. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> that's number five. Number that's four. True. Number four, the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, good as gone. They got Trey Lance coming over, and also they still have Cooper Rush, who was basically lit that team on fire when he was on. Yeah, they, on they the let go of Will Greer, but they still have Rush. They they, they have Trey Lance, and that was fascinating. So yeah, um, the Patriots with Matt Jones, Matt Corral is the backup. Wait, really? Zappy's Zappy's not there. I don't know where Zappy. Matt is. Corral's the backup. Yeah. Oh baby, According, I should have picked this. I should have picked her over. According to the depth chart that I saw. No. Matt Corral's oh, the shit. I, and I thought he was still carrying. I thought he was still in the Panthers. I was upset for them. Oh, yeah. Because I was upset for I, Matt Corral is the perfect quarterback for Belichick. Really? He, he's a little bit too, um, I think, a little bit too demonstrative. But <laughs> I think that he, um, he, he's, he's. I think he's good. I believe uh, in him. Number two for me, the Buccaneers. Kyle mm. Trask over Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield is basically Jameis Winston two point oh. I think I think he's the favorite to get benched of all the quarterbacks this year. Who will get benched first will be him, I think. And then because you know what one. he is. Who? You, like you know what Mayfield is. Oh you yeah, yeah, yeah. That the unknown is always is usually the reason why. And if Todd Bowles wants to keep his job, yeah. You start this kid if Baker's killing your team. And number one. This is probably the minus 5,000. I mean, this is like saying Otani's going to get a hit, which is probably almost like 80%. It is the Titans. Ryan Tannehill getting benched for Malik Willis one more time yeah. or the rookie, Will Levis. So my conundrum here is I have something that kind of overlaps with that. Now, I have 10 goals that pick from this. I thought of a new one. Um, <laughs> 10. Yeah, actually... <laughs> Yeah, so I um I'm gonna go with uh my first bold prediction. Um <laughs> this is so stupid. Um <laughs> a starting quarterback will get injured this season and a report will come out that the team called Matt Ryan to try to sign him out of retirement. So my first bold That's prediction fair. is Matt Ryan will get a phone call to see if he wants to come back and play. He, because if you remember, the Phillip Rivers thing came out last year. Yes. Where the Niners had that situation. They called you. Maybe he's in playing shape. Maybe you want to, you'd rather have Matt Ryan than someone, some crappy backup from a team. So that's where my head's at here. I'm surprised Phillip Rivers entered the phone. That's been drowning by his kids. His many yeah, kids he there. probably couldn't wait to get away from them. So that'll be my first bowl. Which Matt Ryan I, was actually in Philly last week. Was he really? He flew in. Was it Boston College play here or something? Nope, it's a random day. <laughs> Just flew in for a night, left the next day. I was like, "What's how we doing?" That's all I thought. Was, What's how we doing? He would be a good backup here. All right, he number and he's from nearby. Yeah, right. Number four. I don't know if it's really bold, but uh, the circumstances I'm putting it around makes it bold. Mm -hmm. There will be two. Neutral regular season games due to outside causes, which is either a protest or weather related. I was thinking, yeah, right. There will be. That's fascinating. There will be two. I'm going to put that up there with that's as bold as it gets, but it's realistic. I'm going to put that up there with my COVID forfeiture from two years ago. <laughs> that was great. Uh, well, Belichick retiring was probably my favorite one, but I think that's still in play. 
Yeah. <laughs> That'll um, always be in play. All right. This is going to be. All right. You know, that one I'm not going to use. Um, Anthony Richardson will lead all rookie quarterbacks in both touchdowns and interceptions. Amos Winston out here. Yeah. It's craziness. I like that. It. Is, I like uh, it. It, yeah, some of these are tough. I, I want to just use all of them, but. I'll um so the one I my the one I've been sitting on for months I can't use because it kind of overlaps with your first one so I, mm. I'll think about it. if I get to five and I don't love any of the ones that are left then I'll just use it. That's fair. That's fair. All right, number three for me, right? One, two, yes. yeah, number three. Which one do I go with? I want I want to make it a crescendo. Okay. Jalen Carter will break the NFL sack record. Regular season sack record by week fourteen with twenty four. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you said bold, didn't you? That's bold seventy two point five. He's gonna have three and a half in the first quarter against Matt Jones. Okay, he's gonna yeah, absolutely bury. Like I said man. Riley Reef is out, so it's possible. Um, let's go with. Um, damn, that one's fucking good. I forgot I had that one. All right, I'm taking this one. All right. At least one announcer or referee will be caught in the middle of a sports betting scandal. Oh my God. So Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels, oh, Gene, putting... Ster- Gene Sterator, Ron Torbortz. One of these you... guys is getting it. It's gonna be there's you gonna be one something. of those. There's gonna be yeah, it could be, it could be an announcer, it could be Jack Collinsworth, it could be so it could be Tarico for like here. It could be a sideline Jesus, reporter. Tarico. It could be Aaron Andrews, whoever stands on the sideline, whoever She's still doing that? I don't know. She might Chris just Chris Thompson, it. maybe. Yeah, it, so I think it'll be, pink. I think it's possible it comes out like middle of the season. Al Michaels had money on the over in the um, or had money on the Chargers last year. That's why he didn't that, go to the game in, the, in that playoff game <laughs> against the Jags. Or I think it comes out that there's an official who is being outed by a play. It comes out that a player's getting in trouble, and all of a sudden they start spewing names, and an official is in there, an announcer is in there, or a coach is in there. Collinsworth's son. It's a yeah. scandal. Oh, you'll never I, see that kid ever. Again. It's not unheard of because these announcers make these these little jabs like this play could mean something for some people. So I think they're they're aware of it. Imagine if ESPN loses their Monday night broadcast team due to this. Oof. I think those two are both bathing in enough money that they'd be smart enough to at least like have family members do it for them. But you never know. Yeah. You never know. It comes it comes out that Troy Aikman's better on the, the Cowboys every year to win. <laughs> That's why he keeps. He's gonna be announcing until he's sixty. Oh my goodness! All right, number four, I think for me, this will go uh, go coincide with my division picks and wild cards, mm-hmm. but I'm making it known exactly what's gonna happen to the Jets. The Jets will go five and one in the division, including beating Buffalo on Monday Night Football. They First will week. split. <clears throat> they will split against Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick ain't gonna yeah. lose to Rogers twice. They'll go five and one in the division, but end up in second place in the AFC East and third in the wild card. Okay. That will happen. That's probably not a bold bold, but exactly how it's gonna play out. When you lay it out like that, yes. To go five and one in the division and not win the division is pretty crazy. And be third in the wild card. Yeah. Backdooring in. It's crazy enough. So I have so many good ones I want to pick from here. So I've used three. Um Damn, that one's really bold. That one's bold disc, but not likely. Um, oh, baby. Um, all right, here's a bold one for you. All right. Daniel Jones will finish the season with a higher quarterback rating than Aaron Rodgers. 
<laughs> the Battle of New York or New Jersey, really. Now, do I get like half points if he has a higher like passer rating? Yeah. All right. Let's just say one of those two, if not both. Anything more more touchdowns. There, than there will be, will be there crazy. will be like a substantial statistic that he he beats Rodgers in by the end of the year. Provided they'll say, right? if Rodgers plays two games and plays poorly and gets hurt, then I'm not going to count this. But yeah, yeah, it's a positive one row, right? Can't have like more interception than Rodgers. Like, yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. He has more. He will definitely have more rushing touchdowns. Oh yeah, for sure. Probably, probably, he he could have like 500 rushing yards. That's bold. All right, so yeah, the Jones. So I'm gonna probably stay away from a. You know what's a bold? Danny Dimes having more rushing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts combined. Didn't he actually have more than one of them last year? Well, maybe Lamar because I don't think Lamar. He played yeah, I think Jalen went for three for three in one game. Yeah. All right, so um, this is your fifth and final one, unless you have more that you have. No, I have one. This is the crescendo. All right. It's between two for me on this one. It's you tough. named a former quarterback. I'll name a former quarterback. Oh, no. This is, I think I know where this is going. This person will will get signed and start a game this season in the NFL. Don't know what team. I'm not going to go that far. No, don't do it. Carson Wentz. Oh, we'll, okay. we'll get signed and start a game in the NFL this season. <laughs> okay, that that's that's a lot more realistic than Tom Brady. So thank you for not doing Fuck the Brady. Off with Tom Brady. Thanks for not doing it. the Brady thing. You're gonna you're gonna so you're gonna like this one. I would never do the Brady thing. Um, yeah. I'm almost rooting for this one, not because of the first half of it, but because of the second half of it. Kyler Murray will play in less than half of the games for the Cardinals, and Jonathan Gannon is fired after one season. Did you John, see that? John, Jonathan Gannon has one objective this year. It's to get Caleb Williams to the Cardinals next year. Uh, that's who, what they're doing to tanking. Who wrote the bus? Huh? Who drove who drove here? Have you you haven't seen that video? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that's, that's did, you, did you have that fire in your gut? <laughs> like Beavis. The the, the the guy drinking the water, like trying not to see the camera, is the funniest part of that video for me. So those are the five. So my um, five are a, um, a, a retired court is a Matt Ryan will get contacted by a team to play this year. <laughs> Kyler Murray doesn't play enough games and Gannon gets fired. Daniel Jones has a better season than Aaron Rodgers. Anthony Richardson leads all rookies in, in um, touchdowns and interceptions. And at least one announcer or official will get caught in the middle of a betting scandal. That is flagrant to say. Out that loud last one that. is hilarious. I, I right. actually thought of that one earlier today. That's fun. That's a good one. I think the announcer thing would be hilarious. Just find out that like Tom McCarthy accidentally put money on like the Colts. He used his real name to use a family yeah. member, like a so, Bozo. Yeah, like his, his son. So your five were Carson um, Wentz starts a game. Gets signed and starts a game. Jalen Carter will break the sack record by week 14 with 24. I'll give it to you if he just does it in general. Yeah, right. I'm not going to hold it against you if he has 22 and it takes until week 18. There will be two neutral regular season games played due to outside causes, which are weather or protests. Now, I love the creativity of that one. Yes. You can't have this, oh, we're going to Mexico. Fuck that. that that's nonsense. a really, I love the creativity of that pick. Um, Jets will go exactly 5-1 and one in the division, splitting against the Patriots, end up in second place, and third in the wild card. Back to So, so they're going to go... Five and eleven, they, yeah, I, I, that's fair. Five and one, they would have to go like four and what, like ten against the rest of the. I don't never even know how the math works out. Four, we and never seven, know. I don't know. And then 
five backups to start over bench quarterbacks. Bucks, Titans, Patriots, Cowboys, and Lions, even though they're making the playoffs. All right, so I'll read you my five that didn't. I'll read you the five that didn't make the cut. Uh, the, the first one I came up with, this is literally a month ago. Uh, this is Dak Prescott's 2020 Carson Wentz season, where toward the end of the season, he gets benched, falls out of favor, and gets traded afterwards. But <laughs> I didn't want to step on your first one. Uh, uh, the second one that missed, uh, both DeAndre Hopkins and Chase Young are traded midseason. No shit. Uh, the Chase Young one, I think, is realistic, but Hopkins getting signed and then traded would be kind of weird. Um, Especially next, if spending all that money. Next one, I have Jordan Love will have more passing and so combined passing and rushing yards than Justin Fields, which is, I think it's bold. It's not as fun as the other ones. Um, no. This one is fun. Uh, Nick Foles will be employed by the Eagles by the end of the season, whether that's as a coach or a player, <laughs> we'll see, <laughs> or like a consultant. And then, oh my th- God. My uh, my fifth one that just missed the cut, Mike White will start and win a playoff game. Mike White, I like he is uh, he's Tua's backup. So, actually, oh, I, actually, I'm sorry, Mike White will win a playoff game. So if Tua gets hurt halfway through, that counts. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, uh, we're gonna do the quarterback rankings, and I think that's it for the show. No. Yes. Oh, also Thursday night football preview. A we might be one. able to bang that out before the game, though. All right. Are we doing it Thursday night? We can try. Yeah, we'll try. All right. If not, we'll yeah. just throw it on the Instagram. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, so, uh, there's nowhere else for me to really fit my L in. Do you want me to just do it right, right now? Yeah, go for it. All right, so Lucas Giolito, the starting pitcher that was claimed off waivers by yeah. Cleveland from the Angels, became the first pitcher since 1899 to allow eight plus runs in a single game for three different teams in the same season. (laughs) So the angels, the white Sox, and Cleveland, he allowed eight runs or more for each of those teams. First time since 1899, when you guessed it, a Philadelphia pitcher did it. Um, So I didn't really know where else to fit that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But I was, uh, I was, I'm in love with that stat. That's funny. (laughs) And the, the other L would be Jonathan Gannon. Again, what an idiot. Who wrote who wrote a skateboard here? Yes, you have that fire in your gut. <sighs> I, I need any fucking killers. I need people I, that look like me. Serial killers look like the heat babies. He I would be terrified if I was if I was in that meeting. I'd, yeah, I would be get me out of here. No wonder right. Kyler doesn't want to play. All right, so for the quarterback uh, rankings. Real quick, I'm looking I just looking at the over under draft in yes. totality from the chart. Did we double up by mistake? No, you okay. heavily picked on the NFC South. Uh, the only team that you didn't touch yeah. was the Panthers. Yeah, you're right. That, that, well, yeah, I learned my lesson. <laughs> you were in on them two years ago, and then eh, eh, I ain't touching them. <laughs> Robbie Anderson left. You were like, I'm going to there. see ya. That's all. I was just noticing it as I'm like yeah, that's color coordinating it. And then I also have... um it's funny. Two, I have two uh, AFC West team. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. The, the NFC South. Yeah, well, geez, I don't know. I have a pipeline down there. I guess. All right. All right so I guess I, I guess I felt also compelled to pick on the NFC North and the AFC East because you didn't pick those. So I was like, you know what? Don't get left that off. Throw my name in the hat for you guys. So I kind of um, for right. this. This will be the final segment. I, I kind of screwed up a little bit here. Because yeah. I wasn't sure which of these quarterbacks were supposed to start for these teams. So I have one okay. team I wasn't. So I have one team that I wasn't sure who the starter was. It could be any of three guys, which is I'll just tell you now, Titans. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it's Tannehill, Willis, or um or Levis. 
then I have both. I have Kyler Murray on here because I think it's fascinating to see where he, he is. And then I also have Josh Dobbs just because he'll probably be the starter. And then I have both Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy on here because I think Purdy stinks and Sam Darnold will probably play at some point. So the guy who sees ghosts. So I technically have 36 guys on this list, even though there's 32 starting quarterbacks. Okay. That's fair. because one of them is not starting. One shouldn't be starting. And one, I, I was actually unsure at the time that I started who was actually the starter. Because Willis stepped in, Levis they seem pretty high on, and Tannehill like is still there somehow. Somehow it's the like keyword. A, it's like a cockroach. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm more fascinated in the hmm, five through twelve. That bunch right yeah, there. Yeah, top five. I'm not really interested in because I feel like it's the same guys. It's just where so, they are. Yeah, I'm more interested by pretty much everywhere from Middle five, anywhere from like five to twenty. That's fair. Did you put Kyler Murray on your list? Yes. Uh, okay. I did not know he was out. You have Murray and Tannehill and Purdy on there. So you have 32 probably, right? Yes, I have 32. Okay. I To be honest, had no idea what the Falcons quarterback was. Good. He's he's dead last on my list. I even l- even after backups. <laughs> Damn, he's that pretty- Remember last year when I just had Trubisky and um, the other guy together as the final quarterback, uh, Pickett? Pickett. Because I was confident they would both suck. <laughs> Desmond Ritter is also my number 32 quarterback. All right. So let me start at 36 and I'll move up to 30. Excuse me. Let me rephrase. He's my 32. He's your 36 quarterback. So Desmond Ritter is my number 36. Um, I'll move up to 32. So we'll both be in the same spot. Gotcha. Josh, uh, Josh Dobbs, who is starting in place of Kyler. Unfair to have him on here. But I just want to point out he's better than Desmond Ritter. He's number 35 for me. I have Will Levis, number 34. He's the guy that I wasn't sure if he was starting <laughs> for the Titans. 33 is Sam Howell. And then 32 is Malik Willis for me. Wow. So, you have a third string quarterback in Will Levis better than Desmond Ritter. <laughs> I, just think that, I just think Ritter stinks. <laughs> All right. So your 32 is Ritter, right? Yeah. All right. And mine is Willis. Um, 31. Pittsburgh's Kenny Pickett. Interesting. Because I'm actually kind of high on him. I think he, he has it's, baby tough, hands. it's tough because you're kind of going based off previous performance, but also projecting forward. Um, no, he has baby hands. That's so you'll, you'll notice a little bit of a trend here for me. I have a couple of the young guys toward the bottom because I'm really not sure. I have CJ Stroud at 31. I think he's just going to struggle this first year. He doesn't really have much to throw to in, in Houston. So I, I'm concerned to see if he, his numbers are probably going to look awful by the end of the year. He could have like a, a rookie Justin Field type of year where like you see a little bit of promise and some flash, but they don't win enough games. And then he's just like there. Interesting. I have him as number 30. <laughs> We're already doing this. Um, <laughs> 30 for me. I have Bryce Young at 30. Um, that's part really? of my Matt Corral bias. Then that now knowing that Matt Corral's not there anymore. Uh, Bryce Young 15. Uh, I just I don't know. Bryce Young is small and quarterbacks coming from really successful programs where the, the offense almost doesn't even need them, they just happen to be there. And then going to a really crappy pro team, especially one that doesn't have a number one receiver anymore. I just think he's going to struggle. They have Chenault, though, right? I think they have Terrace Marshall, too. I forget who's on that team. There's just not much going what on. What happened? They... You were in on that team literally for two years in a row, and then you just ghosted them. Yeah, they dumped Matt Rule. <laughs> well, I'm high on Bryce Young. Okay. I'm, I'm high on him. I'll, I'll say why when he gets to him. So we're on 29 already? Um. I believe so, yeah. 29, Tampa Bay's 
Baker Mayfield. So uh, this is another instance where I inserted another guy because I thought he probably belonged on the list. Yeah. Uh, this is a backup. This is Sam Darnold for me. Okay. I just think it makes mm-hmm. sense to have him in there just in case one Purdy gets hurt or doesn't play, two Purdy gets benched, and I also think Darnold's going to have to start somewhere. He he should so, be able to. Start. So I kind of I kind of inserted him there. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Darnold goes to Atlanta. Yeah, I think he can start down. Massive he upgrade. He, he's athletic. He's got a big arm. It's just he hasn't been able to put it all together. And he may yeah, tight end and running back. He, he may never put it together. He could just be Jake Fromm. But I think it, it, it's possible that on, in the right system he could figure it out. I mean, Baker made the playoffs one year. Yeah, honestly. And he looked. He, Baker has shown flashes too. It's just we know what he is. Yeah, a liability. Yeah. Number twenty-eight, Anthony Richardson. So I, like I have uh, I have him in the same. General area. I have 28 is Ryan Tannehill. I just uh, I just don't think he's any good. Uh, I'm kind of out on him. He had his little swan song and he should have retired or gone to a different team. I think they're. it's bizarre that they're keeping him around. They just have an old team there. That team feels like it could just blow up in their face. And well, I have, I have Ryan Tannehill at number 27. But yeah. Right, so I, I have Richardson 27. So <laughs> we're doing this again. I I swear people Richardson, don't do this. I just think Richardson is going to have one of those years where it's like, Sure, he looks good, but man, he makes a lot of mistakes. Or man, the team doesn't make sense around him. And right. He just, yeah, it, it it sounds like it's kind of the same thing for the Tannehill Richardson on your end. You just you probably don't like Tannehill anymore, and never did. And Richardson never did. It's just we don't really know. I think he's the most talented of the rookies, and I think he's my highest ranked rookie. But it's a um, it's a it's a crapshoot. Gotcha. Uh, number twenty six, Mac Jones. Same. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> for all the reasons we said when we did the division we just don't know yeah. this man needs to put it together at some point he's good he beat the bills throwing what three passes in yeah. That game. <laughs> yeah that was such a weird game I'm actually making a um, a change I'll, on the fly here. I'll forever change. I'll forever tease my coworker who's a Buffalo Bill fan about that. I'm like, you lost to a guy who threw three passes. I got a hoodie that game, and I also hit one of my bolds that game. So nice. That was the one I said earlier. One of my bolds was that the Patriots would win that game. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, that's right. You yeah, did. I said they would walk into that game with like six wins. The <laughs> Bills would have to be like ten and two, and, and the Pats would win. And then I got the barstool hoodie that game too. Oh, good. I mean, you waited a while for that one. I sure did. Yeah, I th- I'm surprised you remembered he got right. it. Yeah, right. Uh, Number um, 25? Oh, wait, you got 26, right? No, no we both have oh, Mac. Number 25, I have Bryce Young. I have him <laughs> at the highest one. I heard the first two letters, and I was going to faint. I have Brock Purdy there. <laughs> I thought we had the same player again. So, Bryce Young, you, he's your, is he your highest rookie? Yeah. Okay. I can't think of any other one. Let me see. Well, Stroud maybe it might be higher. Or did you already put him in there? Uh, Stroud's all the way. 30, he's at number 30. Uh, my bet, yeah. So Bryce Young's your high. He might be the best athlete of the three quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks. I only have him up there because of Frank Reich. He knows what to do with the young quarterback. He made P.J. Walker look. Or I'm sorry, he made P.J. Walker look. Um, who the hell's What was the Carson young one? No, he did have P.J. Walker with the Colts, didn't he? No. Maybe they were there at different times. Um. Maybe no, I'm P- not sure. No, I'm pretty sure PJ Walker started for the Colts at one point. No, he had Jacoby Brissett, didn't he? It wasn't Brissett. Fuck, I don't. Yeah, because yeah, because Luck retired on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I swear he. Co- I swear he had Walker too. Um, 
don't know. I don't All remember. Right. So number 25 for me is Brock Purdy. I just think he stinks and he caught lightning in a bottle. And I, he has no like real skills. Like if you put Purdy on the Patriots and put Mac Jones on the Niners, I don't think either of their trajectories are any different. Right. And my the guy that I have um, directly above Purdy, I think you could also make that same. So the reason I have the three guys clustered together the way I do is I think if any of those three guys are on different teams, you'll understand in a minute when we get to the next number. I'm sorry to tell you, Rob, but uh, we're on 24, right? I'm like losing count. Yes. Brock Purdy was my number 24. All right. Fair. What's your number 24? Uh, Baker Mayfield. All right. So the reason I have Baker, Purdy, and Mac together is because I think if you put any of those three on each other's teams, nothing really changes. And I think Baker, Baker's probably the most talented of the three, you could argue. Purdy maybe has the best like intangibles. And Mac is just like the best. Like he's just not gonna fuck up, but he'll not win you anything. Then I think it's they're Baker's all just, a, they're the same person to me. You ever Baker's see the, a more the, por- polarizing one out of the, what, the bunch? What's the meme from the office where it says, you know, corporate wants you to pick out the differences between these two pictures, and then they say, Oh, it's the uh, same picture. Yeah. It's those three guys, or the three the Spider Man meme. All right. <laughs> um, number twenty three, Sam Howell. I think he's just better. Young Ever. kid. He's got. Well, he's some, a rookie, right? He was a rookie last year. He's, he's right. really starting for the first time this year. I, I have problems. I have him slash Heineke. Okay, uh, we'll go. We'll go with that because Heineke's oh, team, team quarterback. I have um, Jordan Love twenty three. I think really? his his athleticism, his arm. You're going to see it a little bit this year when they take the training wheels off, which could take until like week five or six. Uh, you'll see. I think he is actually like he might be legit, but I just he, we haven't seen it yet, and we don't yeah. know. We really don't know. All right. Uh, number 22, Geno Smith. Um, I, like here. I felt like I had him low. I have him a little bit higher than that. 22 for me is Kenny Pickett. I think there's just a chance because of the surrounding cast, he could help. I think they're going to make the playoffs. So uh, make the playoffs, you can't just make it with a slouch unless you're the Patriots with Mac Jones. But if you can, and I think the Pickett will be good enough this year. For sure. This is a, a hard one right here. But uh, pause. Number twenty-one, Jared Goff. He's a liability for me ever since he was in the Rams. I had no idea where to put him. I just want to slot him right there at twenty-one. I think it's a perfect fit for him. I think it's a good spot for him. Uh, the guy I have at twenty-one is also kind of in the same boat. I just didn't really know where to put him. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's close. I didn't know he's where to put him. I, I thought twenty-one felt appropriate because he's good enough to start, but he's not like he's good. And you can make the he argument stay healthy. that a top twenty-one quarterback can make the playoffs and fair fine and i think as a game manager all you gotta do is hand the ball off to josh jacobs i think he'll be fine i think that's a good fit for where he is right uh number 20 for me jordan love i'm okay. hiring him right there so i think have a nice spot we have a similar cluster here because i have 20 geno smith i think it's gonna be the theme throughout until we get yeah. to like the top I, five you, we're almost better off doing one of those tier maker things yeah you kind of make yeah i thought about doing that but i couldn't think of creative enough like tiers uh, let me see. Oh, right, that's fair. I like that. Uh, 19 for me is Jimmy G. See, oh, okay. close. So, again, same pocket of people here. Um, 19 for me, and this is an interesting little pocket. So, 17 through 19 for me are guys that could be a little bit higher than this or could fall into the mid 20s. So, 19 for me, I have Kyler Murray there. I think that ever since this season that he had a few years ago where he looked like an MVP candidate. He's like drastically fallen off. Um, yeah. There's been reports about his head and, you know, 
him not pause, him not really being devoted to the game. So I think that his play will continue to slide until he becomes a little bit more um, committed. Well, unless his the, head's in the re- game. Unless the oh, reports are yeah fair. Unless the reports are false, but it's where there's smoke, there's fire. So I wasn't sure where to put him. I think that's a fair spot. So he's talented enough that he can win games, but he's just he's also not going to be on the field. You said seven, 17 through 19 is that bunch you said? 17 through 19, I feel like are guys that could be borderline top 10 or could be 25, depending on their performance this season. If I mean, Kyler notwithstanding, because he might not play, but the, the guys that I have with him, you can make the argument. Uh, I agree with that with my list. I'll add 16 because I have Kyler at 16. So okay, that's a spoiler fair. there. So it's possible my 16 could also do the same thing. So, oh, well, I'll just do this. I'll do 18 and 17 same. back to back because we already know Kyler's my 16. I bet they're going to be the same guy. Watch. So Kyler's 16. Deshaun Watson's at 17. Okay. Matt Stafford at 18. All right. So we do have pretty different lists. Um, in particular, those two I have a little bit higher. My 17 and 18, I have Russell Wilson 17 and Dak Prescott 18. The flavor. So it makes a little bit more sense when I say they could all be borderline top 10 between those two and Kyler, or they could be 25, depending on how badly they play. Yeah. Because, I mean, Dak's not bad, but he's getting worse. And Russell Wilson, you saw what happened last year. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, did you give me your 16 already? Yeah, Kyler Murray. All right, I have Goff there. I thought he was good last year. Yeah, he's good. He's getting and progressively better. I, I thought he looks a little bit more like the, the pro that they drafted at one out of uh, where he, where'd he go, Cal, I think. I mean, he's uh, still doing the thing because Wentz can't even get a job. Yeah, Goff, I thought he looked good. He was leading that team. Last year. I think he might have been voted a captain this year as well, which I think good is just him. a typical thing for quarterbacks. But still, I think he is becoming – deserved it. He's becoming a pro. For sure. It's, just took a little bit longer. I know he made went to the, the Super Bowl's third year, but it's still sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Went to the highest of highs, L.A., mm-hmm. Super Bowl, best offensive weapons around him. Suffered all the way in Detroit. when he's climbing his way out. Yeah. And he got benched. Out. I was on favorite. And he, he got, got benched. benched halfway through his tenure, yeah. So, he's good. He'd be so, all right. Where are we at? Uh, 15. 15. So, officially, like, the upper quadrant, or I guess so, more of the upper half quadrant would be four, whatever. This is halfway. About halfway. Yeah, a little bit more than halfway. So these are the, uh, I guess, the above average guys or the just at average guys. Just at average, perfect. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's exactly the perfect spot for him. Is <laughs> right smack dab in the middle. <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, to I be honest, I started right there at 15. 15, yeah. 16, I had. The, the whole idea is, is, is this guy better than Kirk or worse than Kirk? And that's how the list is built. Because the, I had Kirk, Kyler, I was like, bet. This is it. Easy Build enough. my list from here. Who's your fourth? 15, excuse me. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Oh. <laughs> All right, 14 for me, Danny Dimes. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit higher on him, like I mentioned earlier. I have Justin Fields at 14. Really? Yeah. I like that. Good. You like that? He's, 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 prog- he's progressive. Oh, I, see, I, I see what I did there. It's just, I don't know. I don't know with him. He, he could be good. He could be bad. He could be average. He's, we'll see how this, that's an intriguing offense. They actually have weapons around them now. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Uh, what number are we on? 13. Uh, 13. Lucky number 13. Oh, fitting. Derek Carr. Okay. Yeah, I have another guy that's fitting for 13, too. That's Tua. Jesus. I think they could both, they're both kind of in that weird luck. He's close for me. Yeah, the Carr, I understand. Tua, I just, I just think the guys I had a Tua on my list are better. Right. 
Number 12, um, it's just pretty high compared to your list, Dak Prescott. And it conversely, Matt Stafford for me. Yeah. So but Prescott, you seem to be a little bit more high on. I'm a, I'm a little down on him this year. And uh, Stafford, I think if he's healthy, is solid. That's the thing. It's if he's healthy. Yeah. Prescott, if he can just get get out of his own way, he can he can show a glimpse. Mm-hmm. But it's just his confidence is just shot, Fair. to be honest. Number 11 for me, Tua. Okay. Just outside uh, of the top 10. Yeah, he's shown uh, glimpse before he got yeah. banged up. That offense was rolling when he's surrounded by good players too. And the the game where he got absolutely concussed against the Bills in Miami, they were down what four touchdowns, and he threw six. Is that what it was? It was some crazy come. It was a shootout. Remember? That's right. I think I do remember that. He got concussed in that game. Came back and just did they win that game? Did they win that game? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think they were undefeated at that point. They might. That's when you knew Miami was for real. Yeah, so ten and eleven for me. It, in a few years, it, you might not be able to convince me they're not the same person. Uh, eleven is Derek Carr. All right, I like that. I, I like Derek Carr. I do but too. I'm like, I, you know what? I think he's fringe, but he, he you could make the argument he might be the second best quarterback in the NFC. I'll I'll say this. I mean, look at your list. How many NFC guys do you have above ten? One. I have maybe two. I think. Yeah. That's right. You're right. You're right on that one. It's weird how that works. (laughs) I didn't catch that until now. Wow, I'm looking at my list crazy now. But yeah, for me, Tua, Prescott, Carr, interchangeable. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think you could interchange in my list, Carr, Tua, Field, Stafford. I think that pocket is kind of, there's a lot of wiggle. Like if if we did a power ranking every week, those would be the guys that have the green and red arrows every single week. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Yeah, some guy. Yeah, exactly. Who's your number ten, though? Who's Um, who's officially your number ten? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I know this is not me pushing an agenda, but Daniel Jones might be a top ten quarterback. I think by the end of the season, he will be the second best QB in the NFC. Which I mean, it's by default. It's like having the fewest chromosomes at the Special Olympics, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just like a. I don't know. I thought you were frozen for a second. Yeah, no. <laughs> NFC North. I, yeah, I could see that actually. Yeah, I mean, Danny just consider, considering who is in the NFC. I mean, it, it's also kind of like a, it's a very cherry picked thing, but I think. You I, really I, hate the property. I am. Yeah, well, pretty sucks. I, I, I think so. Jones and Carr, I think in a couple of years, you might not be able to tell the difference between the two. Yeah. Uh, Carr obviously will be older, but Jones, I feel oddly, it, if I had one game to win and I, it was, Hey, if, if you don't win this game, uh, I, I don't like saying like we're gonna kill you. We'll kick you in the nuts. I, I would feel okay about Daniel Jones being my quarterback for that because he looked really good in that Minnesota game last year. He he obviously looked like you know during the headlights in Philly, but the entire team did. But he won some big games down the stretch for them last year. And I thought he he's a guy you can win a. I think you can win a Super Bowl with him. Although I do, I do get pretty gross Eli vibes from him, <laughs> and he's not phased by being in a big market at all. Eli won two Super Bowls. He did. He did against the goat twice. <laughs> so who who was your ten? Did you already give me that or Justin Fields? I'm very high on Justin Fields. Okay. I think you can have a similar conversation about Fields as you do Jones. He got more comfortable as the season went on, and you saw training wheels come up, and he started just taking off with the, yeah. the rock. He can sling the ball, but now he has an actual receiver and DJ Moore. See how that relationship goes. That, that's a big step in the right direction for it. getting a that running back. That, getting that receiver for the quarterback is a big deal. 
So we, we talked about I'm it earlier with Diggs with Allen, Alshon with Carson, like all this stuff that, that they bring the receiver. They, even Justin Jefferson, because uh, it's not a really good example, with Chase and Burrow, like they take off. Two against the two guys he takes off. Uh, where are we at? We've somehow flipped. Number nine. Um, I would do nine because you already, I think, named this guy. I'm going to go Deshaun Watson at nine. Yeah, I named him. Yeah. So there's not I just really... forget how good Deshaun Watson is. And I'm it, just. It could, he could have been a, a, you know, a product of having DeAndre Hopkins on the outside there. It's possible. Possible. But he has a good, he has a good core but over there. Watson, you know, it, I know it's hard to separate the stuff with Watson, but look, yeah. you can do it with Kareem Hunt. You can do it with all these other guys. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you're going to have to do it with Watson. I'm not saying he's a good human. I'm just saying that he hasn't been convicted of anything. So weird stuff. But if you can separate the the off the field stuff with Watson and just focus on the on the field stuff, he's as much of a franchise quarterback as you could possibly ask for. He's got a really good arm. He scrambles when he needs to. He makes good decisions. He's a leader. In, well, he was a leader in some in some respects in, in Houston, but I think he's got all the makeup of a quarterback. If you took the name and the face away and just watched the play and looked at the numbers, I think Watson is a is a great quarterback, and there's a reason he was number two at one point behind Mahomes. Yeah. So it's just product of being in Houston. You never really won anything. Yeah. This is a losing franchise, honestly. Uh, yeah, that's true. Number nine, Broncos country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. Interesting you have him that high. I think it's fair to have him high. I think just Nathaniel Hackett sucks as a hood coach. And obviously the pressures, we've seen it in baseball. Nick Cassianos comes over, struggles. Look at him now this season. Turner, first year, first half, sucked. Standing ovation, got comfortable. He's doing well. I think Russell, AFC, in Denver, altitude, all this other not blase, blase, blase. The bullshit marketing that he did with the Broncos country throughout, which became a meme. What are we doing here? Just go back to football. And obviously Nathaniel Heck, like I said, just wasn't a good match. Uh, to answer your question from earlier, DJ Chark is on the Panthers. He's the receiver we're trying to think of. I like that. Yeah. Okay. DJ Chark. Um, where are we at nine? Uh, we're at eight. Uh, this is where I think the list doesn't get as interesting. I have Trevor Lawrence eight. I have Rogers at eight, but Lawrence at seven. I have Rogers seven. So I think Lawrence can ascend to the top five conversation. I got to see it though. Um, but he's we got, see it every he, year, glimpse he, and glimpse and glimpse. He's like Watson. If you take the name and face away, he looks like a, he just looks like he looks the part. Yeah, honestly. All right, so six. I think I think one through six will be the exact same for us. I think the same, obviously the same names, but order. Yeah. Justin Herbert six. Ooh, okay. I have Lamar six. I think Herbert's a better passer than Lamar, and he's just a better player than Lamar. I think Lamar what? obviously has won an MVP. Herbert better I think, player. Herbert has the higher upside and the higher ceiling. Lamar's floor is higher, and but again, I have to see it with Herbert. So I guess this it is a little bit, eh, but I think gun to my head, Herbert or Lamar, who's winning you a game? I think Herbert is. Herbert two years ago in that game against the Raiders, that was as absurd of a performance as you'll ever see. I mean, if I have to go by that game alone, Herbert would probably be number two. Fair. All day. That was yeah. a sensational game. I, I told you then, and I, I'll tell you now, and I'll tell the listeners now. I have that game still in my watch for later on YouTube. It oh, is wow. fascinating to watch that Jesus fourth quarter Christ. overtime. Jose Altuve has three home runs in the first three innings tonight. They're stealing signs again. 
right yeah yeah that's that something game, to be said the braves that I is said so, it. it's not often that um that a game that doesn't involve my team keeps me so excited that i actually have trouble falling asleep afterward but that raider and charger game was actually probably the most exciting game i think i've ever watched the given ending. the circumstances the ending sucked but given the circumstances <laughs> i think the ending actually was perfect for it but given the circumstances <laughs> Steve, that yes. was as crazy of a game as i think i've ever seen well that and um I'm sorry, it was the, unbelievable. the uh the chiefs and uh buffalo game but the chiefs uh, buffalo game was kind of ruined because i that was not too long after we got hazel and she pooped on the floor and i stepped in her poop during the game i got really pissed off so i missed one of the touchdowns fucking dog <laughs> jesus christ but yes funny so, enough uh, though so lamar guessing, jackson is your six? He's he's my six. Yes, he's my number five, and I have Herbert five. So, I, again, I think that's a pocket. Those two are in a pocket by themselves, in my opinion. I think Lamar's a better player, though. He can do the running better, yeah. obviously, than Absolutely, Herbert. Yeah. But Herbert yeah. can run it. At, Lamar can throw it too. At, at, Lamar's not, you know, um, Christ, who's a good example? He's not a Navy quarterback running the optional game long. I think a lot of people put him at, like kind of shoehorn him into. Hey, he's a um, he's a running quarterback. He can throw it. He can sling it. Not bad. Pause. Um, I'll actually change my list in real time mm-hmm. because I thought about this one thing. What you just said, that game, right? If if I had one drive, fourth quarter, Lamar or Herbert, they both can do it. Mm-hmm. They both can get you from behind. Pause. <laughs> but I'll take Herbert. At five, Lamar at six. I'll do that. That was a good one right there. I didn't think about it that way. I mean, again, I have a lot of faith in Lamar. Too. I have them back sure. to back for a reason. He is a um, beast. Am I, I? So we we definitely have the same number one. Let's just put that out there. We probably both have Mahomes, right? Oh, they're gonna say Jalen Hurts, but so yeah, yeah, Mahomes. Okay, so Mahomes is number one. That's no secret. So the the left, the three guys left. We're not we're not hiding anything. The triple J's. The three J's are left. Um. So do you have JoJo so, or Jay? So my number four is Jalen Hurts. Mm. I just the reason. So, so I, I feel hey. I, I almost feel like I should say them in order just so I can kind of give you the reasoning for it. Go so ahead. I have Hurts four, I have Josh Allen three, and Joe Burrow two, which I know goes against a lot of the things I've said about Joe Burrow in the past. Um, <laughs> Finally, the man has come around. But the reason I have Hurts four, <laughs> he's only done it for a year. Yes. Burrow has done it for at least two. Could argue even three because he was so good as a rookie before he died. Um, and Josh Allen's been around. This is now three, four years of dominance for him. I just think that Burrow is a better winner than Allen. Doesn't fold in the big game like Allen does. Hurts has just not yet done it long enough. That is my reasoning for that particular order of it. So I have Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Hurts. And then I already forgot who my thought was. Um Herbert. Herbert. That's that's fair. The way you put it, yeah. I can understand that for sure. I unfortunately have it. It's a flagrant way. Josh Allen at number four. Cause I'm just his star is just for me diminishing. I'm just over it. Win at some point. If you win, if you get to the Super Bowl, you're in top three. I'll just say that. Get yeah. to the Super Bowl, you're top three. That's my reasoning. It's like the the MVP or like the go or Hall of Fame. Did you win the title? 
No, but then obviously you got Marino, right. XYZ, who haven't won anything yet. Who haven't won, excuse me. So that's why I have Allen at four. Number three, Jalen Hurts, because like you said, this is his first full year. Yeah. Finally did it. Let's see what you do in act two, act three. And then when do we get tired of Jalen Hurts, right? Mm-hmm. When do we start writing him off? Yeah. Number two, Joe Burrow. Joe Cool Burrow. Joe Burr. He did it against Allen. He did it against Mahomes. He went to the Super Bowl and almost pulled it off. In, in a weird rookie way. year or yeah. second year? Second, second, second year. year, yeah. Because he got injured in the first year. Yeah, in a weird way, I almost feel like Mahomes is in a tier by himself. Completely. And Burrow is in a tier by himself. And then Allen and Hurts are kind of together. And then it's like Herbert and a couple other guys. And then it's like three or four guys. And then it's like eight guys. Like you, That's fair. It, it's hard to overstate how like how cemented Mahomes is at number one. And and then how cemented I think Burrow is at number two. Is it a case of we're living in the moment right now? We don't realize how I mean we do realize, but we don't know the gravity, the gravitas of how elite and special Patrick Mahomes is until well after he's gone and you talk about the greats. Yeah. He's in a completely category of in himself, in real time, against these savages, Hurts, Burroughs, Allen, Jackson, Herbert, Rogers is still there. And Rogers yeah. is obviously falling off. It's past the prime a little bit, but Pat Mahomes would just I, eat them alive. Yeah. At this I point. think it's almost like I'm trying to think of a good example of a player in a different sport that is in that same boat. I thought maybe Kobe, because when he was in the league, he was regarded as one of the best or the best. But then toward the end is when he really started to appreciate the entire body of work yeah. and how unique he was as a player. Although he was more of a carbon copy of Mike than Mahomes. Mahomes is his own player. He can do everything. Literally, he throws the ball deep. He throws it. He makes all the good decisions. He makes he had the look. snap he, reads. Everything was different. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, he, he's a creative player. I, I think Clayton Kershaw mm-hmm. might be the best example of a player who, hey, you're in like year 10. Holy smokes, look at these numbers. Like, we're right. going to get to, like, year eight with Mahomes and be like, Jesus Christ, this guy threw this many touchdowns and this – he doesn't – like, we're going to get to a point where, like, four straight years his interceptions drop and his yardage goes up, and we're just like, what – how the hell did the league let that happen? And I just think Mahomes is so unique. I, I – a couple of years ago said he was the be- the most talented quarterback that ever lived, and I think it's possible that that is true. You could say he's the best without saying he's the greatest. I think it's possible he's the best quarterback we'll ever watch play the position. And for me, for me, he came out of nowhere. I know he sat behind Alex Smith for mm-hmm. the longest. Yeah. And he was prolific in college, but it doesn't like Jordan Love doesn't always translate. Yeah. So for me, he came out of nowhere. And when I saw him, I'm like, all right, let's see what this kid can do. And then, dude, took the ball and ran with it. 100%. 100%, man. Pat Mahomes is his elite. Now, we're going to talk about. When his career is over, we're going to talk about him with Super Bowls, as in with Jordan. Obviously, yeah. he's lost. Jordan didn't lose. But we're going to talk about that kind of like record, or we're going to talk about LeBron, where you get to the finals, but it's 50 50, washy washy. I don't, don't know. really know. That's a great in terms question. of like the Super Bowls, you know? It's a great question. The Super Bowl thing is hard because I think there's more parity in the NFL because every year, guys fall off. Like, guys fall off a cliff faster in the NFL than they do in the NBA. The NBA, you just need one guy. NBA, you have LeBron, you're going to the at least the conference finals or something in his prime. Jordan and Pippen are there. You you need nothing else. In in the NFL, you do need guys around him. So, like Hill, Kelsey, that's everything. You need the coach. I think it's going to be. Well, they did it without Hill now. Just, yeah, here is his pro football reference page. And 
Jesus Christ, he, look at all the bold on there. Or look at his – he led the league in this, 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 this. And he was the third MVP voting, then he won it, then he won it again, then he was third again, then he was the Super Bowl MVP, then he was this. And right. it's just going to be all of the accolades are just going to really just like hit you in the face. And you're going to go, holy shit, kind of just like the Kershaw thing. Like if you ever look at his baseball reference page, it's just going to be like, Jesus Christ, he's been the best forever. And that's how Mahomes is going to feel. Like I don't appreciate uh, Kershaw as much as I should. That's the only I take him for granted. It's the only comparison I can really think of off the top of my head. Not a good one though. I take him for granted. Like I see Clayton Kershaw, I'm like, all right, he's a good pitcher, but I don't really. Even Trout at this point, I think, is a better. Dude, I have no idea of Trout because Mahomes stepped into the league and was immediately the best. Trout stepped into the league, and I think by year two, you can make the argument he was the best player in the league because he won MVP in 2000. 13 but he should have won it in 12 which was his second full season so it's so there are different conversation obviously for a different day but i think we're gonna at the end of mahomes's career look back and go wow did you realize that he did this and this and that he 68 percent completed percentage that year like you're gonna see these things and go jesus i'll tell i'll tell you this if my if kansas city comes back to philadelphia we should go to a game Got to yeah, see him in person. I feel like watching him, it, he probably will just in person look like he moves differently from the rest of the league. Bro, he's just a different animal. Yeah. Just a different animal. When he got hurt against... So the Jags, maybe? Was it the Jags, right? When his like foot was basically yeah disabled? I think so. And Chase Daniels or someone had to come in for a minute? Is that who, Was it Chase Daniels? Yeah, I think so. They heard Chad like, Henney. I was like, bet, bet on the opponent, just bet, and then obviously Mahomes yeah. comes back and just kills him, just writes him yeah. off for dead. It's just how it'll be with him forever. Then the Super Bowl with us, we had him on one leg, and then he comes back and buries us in the fourth quarter. He's just unreal, man. He's a special, special, special player. Yep. But uh, it's an interesting list for sure. We have the same top, basically, what, six, seven, eight? Pretty much. It's just basically seating wise. But the one that I can tell you for now, I'll change for sure. It's going to be Herbert at five. I have Herbert in my top five. Okay. So we have pretty much the same top six. We do have the same top. We have the same top eight, actually. Yeah. Not I'm the not same bad at it. order, but yeah. That's right. our that's our list. We're sticking to it, as they used to say on uh, I think MLB Network used to have something called Prime Nine at the end of the um, the end of the episode. They'd say, that's our list. We're sticking to it. And that was it. Hateful agrees. It'll be fun to, re- to revisit this at the end of the year and see maybe how things changed. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm fascinated with the bolts. I can't wait for the yeah, bolts. Yeah, me too. The bolts are my favorite thing. I'm going mm-hmm. to track all 10 of mine, but absolutely <laughs> track the five that we did. I'm telling you, if Cooper Rush or Teddy Bridgewater comes in for a bench player, I'm like, look, I'm yeah. telling you. Would you give me this? If I get three out of the five, would you give me that? Yeah, majority is fine. Especially if you're going to give me QBR or pass rating for Jones, I'm fine. Oh, Jalen Carr by week 14 is going to be so nice. If that happens, the Eagles are the locked ones. So <laughs> that's our list. We're sticking to it. We'll talk to you guys again later this week, probably Thursday. Maybe, well, Friday's my birthday. So I'll, I'll be out Friday and Saturday. Um, it's possible maybe we, oh, I got baseball Sunday. We'll see. I guess Thursday might be the way to go. Um, but we'll try to get something out, pick our winners. Maybe we'll just do a quick 20 minute pod, pick winners for the week, and that'll be it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And depending how long this is, maybe we'll just split this in half and make it two pods and see. Friday's but, your birthday, huh? Yeah. Birthday boy. 
September eighth. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So football starts and then we get a uh, then we'll be right back into our regular um rhythm as soon as we figure out exactly which day slash days we want to do. For so sure. I'm excited. I'm excited for another season. Well, I'm excited for the draft tomorrow. Yes. Let's see where I pick. Man. I'm I'm thinking as if I'm going number one, do I pick Jamar Chase? Do I pick double J? Do I go yeah, Kelsey? The strategies are all interesting, so we'll see. We will definitely we'll definitely be uh, convening during the draft, and then uh, we'll we'll share our teams. Um, maybe we'll share our teams at the start of the next episode. Oh yeah, for sure. When we do the the picks and stuff. Yeah, a quick then, twenty minute right before yeah. Thursday Night Football. Yeah, there's a chance that we may have added a uh, a fifth thing for the um for the TTP, but we'll uh, we'll text about Ooh. that. I considered okay. adding it to the the sheet there, but I I may it may it may be redundant. So we'll we'll talk about it off air, and then maybe we'll unveil it. We'll bring it to the table. The episode. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, folks. This is episode 116? Yep. 116 the anniversary the episode. The anniversary episode of the PA Turn Pod. We'll see you later this week. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next week. Go birds. <laughs>